Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey, this is Cleveland Brown, and you're listening to the About Last Night podcast. I guess your TV must be broken. Ha <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding. You're bored. Today's episode of the About Last Night podcast is brought to you by Omax Health. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Omax 3 Ultra Pure is the purest omega-3 supplement on the market. Now, some of you are probably asking yourself, Adam, what are omega-3s? Well, there's something that we all don't have enough of. They help alleviate joint pain, inflammation, and muscle soreness in your body. Uh, They also improve your mood, your focus, your memory, boost brain and cardiovascular health, plus more. We all need them. And if you're going to get them, get them from Omax Health. All right. They've got the ultra pure omega-3 supplement on the market that is the best in the biz. You want it right now? Well, here's what you do. To get a free box of Omega-3 Ultra Pure Supplements, go to tryomax.com slash ALN right now to get that box of Omega-3s for free, baby. When you go to tryomax, that's T-R-Y-O-M-A-X dot com slash ALN and get a free box of Omega-3s with your first purchase. All right? Do it. Start living your life the right way. And now enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Omega-3 lover and user Adam Ray. Goodbye, 2018. Hello, 2019. It's good to see you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's a new year. Go grab a beer or some vodka. Or some vodka, whatever you like. It's your time to rise and shine, to be your best self in 2019. That's the year. Here we go. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, give it up for that song. (laughs) What the fuck was that? I'm in Portland, Oregon. Just got done with shows at Helium Comedy Club. Thanks to everybody that came out. Portland. Sold out some shows, man. A lot of ALN fans, which was dope to see. Shows were amazing. Uh, I'll be at uh, Helium in Philadelphia this week, Thursday through Saturday. Get your tickets at AdamRayComedy.com. The revamped AdamRayComedy.com by my buddy Brad Crushed. Not Brad Williams. He doesn't know websites. Okay? Brad's barely on the internet. Um, (laughs) That's not true. He's a registered sex offender. No, uh, he's not. But he could be. I don't know. I'll ask him on the next podcast. Uh, but my buddy Brad up in Portland revamped my site, so uh, go there. Check it out, adamraycomedy.com. Helium this weekend, Philadelphia, January 8th through the 10th. Sorry, January 10th through the 12th. All right. Uh, today's episode, the first episode of 2019, it's a doozy, man. You guys know him from Fever Pitch, from Sex in the City, from White Collar, from everything. Google his name and a laundry list of uh, achievements will be on it. I'm talking about Willie Garson, baby. I met Willie on the set of The Bellman, the movie we shot together in Tucson this fall, which will be out uh, soon, actually. Uh, and just fell in love with him. He's a hilarious dude. Uh, been in the biz for so long. You would never guess it by looking at him. He looks like a 12-year-old boy. 
But he uh, has the skin of, a, of an old man and the stories of a traveled soldier in the Hollywood business. And it was so fun. We laughed so much in this one. So enjoy the hell out of it. Follow Willie on social media at Willie Garson. Follow me at Adam Ray Comedy, at Funny Brad, at ALN Podcast. About last night, podcast.com for past, present episodes and ALN merch, beanies, sweats, and shirts. Get them for your friends and your family. And then go over to shopadamray.com. Uh, and get your uh, Adam Ray hats and shirts and hoodies, all right? Got some quick fat shirts up there, a ton of fun stuff. I sold a bunch of merch this weekend in Portland, which was great. Thank you for doing that, fans. And uh, buy that shit, take a picture, tag me in it, and I'll repost it. Maybe send you some more free shit. Who knows, huh? All that's at shopadamray.com, which is on the new revamped adamraycomedy.com. Um, bradwilliamscomedy.com for all of Brad's tour dates. This weekend, Brad is at Hilarities in Cleveland, Ohio. Go see Brad January 10th through uh, the 13th at Hilarities, uh, Hilarities in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, She-Ra still streaming on Netflix. I play Swift Wind, uh, She-Ra's Talking Horse. Uh, more episodes are dropping soon on Netflix. Check that out. A lot of tour dates coming up at AdamRayComedy.com. Vegas, Spokane, Dallas, Austin, San Fran, Denver. Uh, all these dates with my new hour, which I'm hoping to shoot this spring, uh, is locked and loaded for these tour dates. So get your tickets at adamraycomedy.com and come party. Uh, rate and comment the podcast on iTunes. Tell your friends and family. we got so many great apps coming up in the next couple of months. Um, so I think that's it. Now we've got the tour dates, Twitter handles, and merch info out of the way. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the first episode of 2019 of the About Last Night podcast with the one and only Willie Garson. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a Jew, so why don't you sit down and listen to a dope podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. That, I mean, that that should be the actual name of this podcast. Dummy up, dummy up, because we're because we're both not smart people. You know that I don't understand anything about what a podcast is. I know that's why oh. you're here. This is yeah, your okay, intervention. Right. Yes. Well, first right. of all, pull the mic closer to your mouth. That's, yeah, that's what she, she said. She yeah, definitely said that. You want to hear a funny joke? This uh, comedian that hosted for me this weekend in uh, in St. Louis. Uh, she's pretty good. She's uh, newer, and and you know her energy up top hosting. You know, was fine. She right. screwed up the names of people a lot and, and whatever. But uh, she did say the joke where she goes, that's what she said used to be. Like, there was a time when that was a funny joke. And now it's, that's what she said. And she said that. And people, oh, you know so what I'm saying? Like, so the times have changed. It's like, it's, so it's like a Me Too thing. How dare you walk in in the middle of my podcast? <laughs> it's podcast debut? Is it, is it, are, are we popping your podcast? Jam? No, no. I've been on... Probably many podcasts. You've been on the see. Today Show, and I'm offended that you will. I have been wine. on the Today Show, but that wasn't a podcast. <laughs> well, oh. uh, I mean, <laughs> but they do it. They, it's podcasted, and is it really? You can listen to it after. I think, yeah. And um, bringing it full circle, many women on the Today Show when talking about Matt Lauer, though, that's what she said. That is. <laughs> that's what he has she a button said. on the desk, <laughs> right? That's, that's what, what she said. said. That's okay. crazy. Um, when you were at the Today Show, did you get any? Sex button desk vibes from anybody. I've never been. Vibes. I've That's never a great band name yeah. by the I'm way. I'm trying to Sex think if I've been on the Today Show with Matt. With Matt. Okay. Yeah. I've been on the Plaza with Matt. Ooh. Okay. But I've never been inside Matt. 
No, I mean, <laughs> uh, I've never been inside with Matt. Well, but sure. I've been on, I've been on the show a lot with with Hoda and Kathy Lee. Well, right. And, and if you want to be inside, then, Maddie's got plenty of free time now. Yeah. And then I've been and a lot of money. And then so and much then, money. And then I've been on, I've been on a lot so with many Lester. I like Lester. Lester's Holt cool. A lot. And I really like Al. That's, mm-hmm. I'm gl- I'm glad to hear that because Al Roker seems to me like look there's what, not a lot going on. Oh, that's fine. He's friendly to everyone yeah. because there's nothing. He's like going a big on. dumb teddy bear, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll but, totally take that. Totally kind. Yes, like, yeah. totally kind. And now, does that mean that the weather? And if you are a weatherman listening to this podcast, and you're you might take offense to what I'm about to say, but does there not need to be a lot going on to be a weatherman woman? It depends. You can tell. Mm-hmm. Like I. I personally can tell that Fritz Coleman <laughs> yeah. knows something about the weather. Yes. Like like you Weatherman out here in Los Angeles. Yeah, like Fritz he, Coleman. Yeah, in, in Los Angeles. Also stand up comedian Fritz Coleman. Yes, he is. What? And no, and did you know that? No. You didn't know that? No. He's got Oh, he tours and everything. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's got headshots up at the ice house in Pasadena. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. he's been going there for like twenty oh years. God. Okay, well, you and just a lot made of me feel weather, really questionable about my career. A lot of Fritz weather Coleman jokes. A lot like, of weather jokes. Yeah. Of course. Like what? Well, he's had a field day with Stormy Daniel. No, I don't. Um, No, but like, like when I grew up in New York, there was a guy named. There was a whole family. It was Frank Fields was the father. Weatherman. He was a weatherman. His son was Storm Fields. Jesus, of course. And then the daughter was Hail Fields. Hail Fields. It was something (laughs) mental like that. Tornado Fields was an odd choice for a name. It was quite obvious that they had no idea what. You know, right. oh, it's raining. Yes, I know it's raining. I, like, like, yeah, I, I have a window. Yeah. Well, exactly. I used to think like when they would put like a cartoon picture of a sunshine wearing sunglasses on like Tuesday, sure. I was like, do we really need somebody to point to us and tell us what that means? Because if you can't look at that as a citizen of the world and decide for yourself, sun wearing sunglasses, maybe it's a short stay, then you yeah, probably yeah. shouldn't be going outside to begin with. If I was a weatherman, I would not wear pants. That, I mean, that's, that's absolutely true. Like, if that's not the name of your memoir, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Or, not wear pants or your line yeah. of children's books yeah exactly I wear a weatherman oh, I wouldn't wear pants too I, soon for that, my yeah. training what I can respect that I can respect that because the inside of of of, of oh my of oh my boy. wedding ring okay the, the inside of my wedding ring or my anus whatever uh, and and my wife's wedding ring both say no pants is Do that true really? yeah why because when as soon as we get into the house pants gone is that true yeah we don't like wearing pants. Can we end this now? <laughs> I I have no interest. In... Now he has all no are pants they, questions. But hold on, are they like? Are they lit? When you say like, is yeah. it, are they like tear away? Like Great you walk question. in the yeah. no like, um, dwarf. Or like it's a chipping. Or does he have like, a gust? Of, does he have a wind machine that blows them off uh, as soon as he dwarves enters? have disappearing pants? They just explode in a pile of candy. That's not true. Just. Brad's like Mr. Potato Head. That's so not true. The place. I will yeah, tr- yeah, we can exchange outfits. You know what I mean? That's Just, not true. I mean... Yeah. I will drop kick you across this room. That is so not true. <laughs> you say that. Oh, man. Wait. Um, I don't believe that at Did all. you, uh, for, for Sex and the City, white collar, like when, when you... Did you do a lot no of... No pants. Hilarious. <laughs> oh, Never. I'm sorry. That That's how I got the job. That Never wasn't pants. the question. No, did yeah. you... And, well, I mean, because you're saying this is your first, more or less, podcast, but like, did you do a lot of press for those shows? Constantly, and do you like doing it? Yeah. uh, What would you do, press wise? It depends because, 
uh, sometimes the the questions are really repetitive. Yes. Sure. Remember remember when Chris Farley had that fake show on, on SNL? <laughs> the Chris yeah. Farley show. Yeah, yeah. And, he, and he'd have like Paul McCartney, yes. like, when, the Beatles, what was that like? Yeah, when you were in the and, like, Beatles. That's the whole yeah. question. Was yeah. that it? Was that yeah. awesome? Yeah. Um, uh, and yeah. so yes, it was. certainly yes. for Sex in the City, it was a lot of that. Like, what's it like? Oh, silence. Just those like silence. open-ended yeah, questions. Yeah, it's like, well, ask a question and See, I can answer it. That's, like, so, wow. that's such lazy. That's so lazy because yeah. it's well, like, like you, your, do, you do all the work. What's your favorite moment? Or, yeah, you know, yeah. how... Are you a Samantha how, girl? Shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Sorry, I'm deleting all the questions I wrote. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's your favorite the, moment? You've been love, asked that before? I okay. love the sad sound effect. I'm committed. I'm doing actual typing here. Also, your typing was so fast and like nonspecific. Like you were in like a movie like... Those air, like yeah, whenever someone's checking at the airport. Yeah. No, he's the in the type. steno pool. Uh, hold yeah. on, let me see if we have anything available. He's in the steno pool. Yeah. yeah. We can get you to Omaha in four days. Is that Waikiki? <laughs> it's like oh every trope that's ever been done in a travel movie. Oh my movie. god! You would be so Willie would be so good at that as that disgruntled customer on the other end of that. Oh, I mean, it's it's interesting because the. Like the press for white collar was ended up being a little more cerebral. Mm-hmm. Not that people were stupid watching Sex and the City, but it was just so like, oh, fashions and you know, easier show to digest, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And white collar was like you actually had to think a little bit. Yeah, so, so, it's so like, the so questions ended up ever being been, more cerebral. Have you ever actually been investigated by the by the yeah, SEC? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Any, no, have you ever committed a crime? That that was a, that was a, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I mean, of like course I, would, I have. I Who mean, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, not caught. I mean, yes. yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, there's not the body. Good luck. You know. <laughs> Did you? Uh, um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm always amazed because I mean, Adam and I are touring comics, and we do press every week to plug our shows. And I'm always amazed that, uh, like, it, it takes, especially now with technology, it takes two minutes no, uh, to bring up a Wikipedia page, to read absolutely. a bio, to do anything Absolutely. and some people still don't do that no it's unbelievable yeah now, i'll tell you a great story early very early on when i got okay. to los angeles mm-hmm. um i went on a i was they used to go to commercial agents and get actors so they could have one actor on every episode of the dating game okay and they okay. started harassing me calling call, and i'm like no no i don't want to do it and one right. day one day i'm just sitting again deeply unemployed in my apartment <laughs> yeah with my roommate and the phone rings and like Will you come? And I'm like, I already told you. I said, what will it take to stop calling me? And they said, just come down and do it. It'll take 25 minutes. Mm -hmm. And my roommate's like, let's just go. It'll be hilarious. So we go and, you know, you'll win some turtle wax or some Lee press on nails (laughs) or something. And that'll be it. So the the woman who hosted it at the time, her name was Elaine Joyce, who, who looked like a a jigsaw puzzle of surgery. Like, <laughs> sure, that's a compliment. Like, like with, just like some pieces missing. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it was weird. And she comes out and she has a card to mm. ask you questions. And she goes, so it's, it says here, you love to ride horses. <laughs> and it was like, it was like the wrong information, like sure. completely. And I'm like, um, I'm actually allergic to horses. Like, like and this is all, <laughs> the and they, exact they, opposite. You know, and they shoot like 75 episodes oh, right. a day, so they have no time, and yeah, so it's yeah, yeah. it's on the episode. Like, I'm yeah. like, no, I don't know what that is. Like, <laughs> like, what? 
Yes, and Willie. Yes, and. and. and it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it, anyway, just because I know you're dying to know, I was bachelor number three and I got picked. And then I went on my dream date. No yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then that woman, you had how many children with her? No. Oh, God. The, the chaperone, <laughs> the chaperone who goes with you on your dream date. There's a How's chaperone? That? Yeah, because it's not like the rape game. It's the dating oh. game. <laughs> so they send like... They send a that woman. That show only went two seasons. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it was a hit. And it, it was, was a not hit. hosted by. It was hosted no. by Louis C.K. Phil yeah. Black. Okay. okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and, uh, and welcome to the rape game. <laughs> First part of the rape game is you eat a, a pudding. Hold on, let, let me put the pill the in sponsor there. Sponsor was uh, sponsor yeah. was pudding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so no. Um, and when I say pudding, no. Yeah. So, so the uh, but the 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 uh, chaperone told us that. Rarely after the four days, it's a four day date. Yeah. By the way, Wait, a four so, day. Yeah. Like what, you they, fly somewhere. You go to like Cabo oh, wow. or something. We went to uh, Puerto Rico. That's no amazing. shit. Um, and uh, she said, rarely are yeah. the couples even speaking by the end of the four days. No sure. way. Yeah. Which is true. And then, you know they stay together in a room. Yeah. And then you have your room, and then you eat every meal at the same restaurant, oh. which is like the diner oh. of the hotel. Yeah. Right. And then you go everywhere you go. There's a huge banner that says "Welcome dating." It's like it's torture. It's oh literally my torture. God. Oh, God. It's and prison. That, and that's your first date. That's the whole date. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, Which but like, but like, that, but like, that's like the first time you've ever seen this person, other than the show. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, oh and, god. Well, other than the horror of when she picked bachelor number three, <laughs> and then, and then I walk walked around, around the, the thing and she saw me. Yeah. Like the, just... the horror, you know, because the other guys are like, you know, burly football guys or something. Yeah. And then I was like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I look like I look like you know Wallace Shawn's yeah. nephew. Like, hey, what? Hi. Timely reference. Um, nice chest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a 1959 <laughs> reference. Yes. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> was nice chest your opening line. Yeah, like, yeah. Nice yeah. playground. Yeah. Like, I feel um, like it's that scene from The Simpsons where uh, where uh, Lisa dumps Ralph on the Krusty Show, and they go, you, you, you can pinpoint his heartbreaking right, right now. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like well, if, you, if just, you can see you that woman's think, face. They they they, they bring out the other two first oh and she's thinking here's the people I you just had to say oh, number two all i had to say yeah. was two right and instead i'm left with the troll like yeah. i mean it was, it was just like very <laughs> did you have any moments of bonding no, we or? absolutely did it we did because the, the chaperone was like mm -hmm. a raging alcoholic cool. and awesome. so we spent our time like trying to get away from her and we yeah. that was like our bonding oh sure. great it was yeah. a game and she was she was a lovely uh, girl. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. You, so you guys weren't like hating each other. You were just no, not no, no, dating. no, no, no. Her boyfriend. <laughs> her boyfriend. Her boyfriend, who was her manager slash photographer, oh, um, kept calling. And when oh. we got to the hotel. Uh, my room was the room with two beds and her room was the room with one bed. So yeah. we just switched rooms. Yeah. So they kept the boyfriend kept calling and they would put him through to my and I was answering the phone. Oh, like so hey, what's up? Panicking. And he'd be like, "Hey, you motherfucker! Well, I'm no gonna come way. down there. What are you doing in Gail's room? Like, I mean, and th this yeah. really happens. I should write a book about. You really this. should. So crazy. Yeah. Was it one of those things where she was like, "Look, I told you, I'm on a dating game uh, date that they sent us away on." He was like, "You got to stop using that excuse, babe. This is the fourth <laughs> time you've said that. Where well, are was, you?" Well, she was she was like a, a softcore uh, porn model from England. Yeah. So she was softcore porn model. This. In England, there's a there's a paper called The Sun, and on they used to have I don't think they still have it. They can't now. Yeah, because the it was called Page it. Three Girls. Yeah. yeah, Page Three Girls had uh, huge breasts, right. 
and uh, they were like holding the product of the day, like shaving cream or, or whatever <laughs> it was. And uh, so she was a page three girl. And you she too was, can shave your tits. She, yeah. <laughs> okay. And she was it's making in, it's England. She yeah. was making her way in the Hollywood, uh, and she, this her, was her with her. He got her on the of, dating game yeah, as the celebrity. Like, right. and, wow, um, it, oh it's the God. best. Wow. You know, an an employee of mine once went on uh, studs. Do you remember that show? No. What was Studs? Okay, Studs was an amazing show <laughs> where like a theater where down there in West okay, Hollywood. Okay, so you're the guy. <laughs> okay. And then there's three women, and okay. you've gone out on a date with all three of them one at a time. Okay. Okay. And then the host, comedian, uh, yeah. Mark DiCarlo. Okay. Um, <laughs> who we asked, all know, obviously. Who you all know. Comedy legend, so, Mark DiCarlo. Yeah, he's so good. Yeah, writes for so, Fritz Coleman. So. Um, <laughs> so so he asks questions, yeah. and if you match answers, you get a heart mm-hmm. on your pillow. Okay. Uh, like, a, like a Velcro heart on your pillow. Okay. At the end of the game, mm-hmm. whoever answered the same questions, the same, the, the number higher, <clears throat> right. they, they'll pay for another date. <clears throat> okay. Okay? That's it. Uh, it's the cheesiest game show ever. That's it. Just pay for another date. Right. So I had an employee who went on the show, Okay. and he went on three dates. And the first date... He shows up and he knocks on the door and she answers the door and she goes, oh, come on in. And uh, he goes, you know, I, I'm, I'm really kind of nervous. This is awkward. Mm-hmm. This is so uncomfortable. And she goes, I know how to relax you. Yes. And their date was literally six minutes long. And he left and that was their entire Shut date. Shut the fuck up. And uh, that's it, like penthouse form. That's and they awesome. had to go on the show and like make up a date. Like, oh yeah, we drove up the coast. <laughs> that's and, oh, unbelievable. Yeah. Isn't that fantastic? <laughs> it's, it's like, it's so fantastic. Yeah, I and, won't say his name. Yeah, but, uh, and, they're, and they're doing he like was such that, a total. Yeah. He was the stud. Of yeah. Studs, like, and they're doing like that sitcom moment where like the host asks the questions and they give exact opposite answers. Right, right, and then right, they both right, switch their answers right, at the same right, time. Right. Yeah. He's like, we had a great time at uh, right. Denny's. Chuck E. Cheese. The Denny's Chuck E. Cheese combo. Yeah. Yeah. We no, Daddy. Like I, and cheese. I picked her up. We met at. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, what, so what kind of food did you eat? Uh, Mexican. Chinese. Uh, Chinese Mexican. Chi- yeah, uh, it was yeah, uh, protein. Yeah, protein. Okay. We'll call yeah. it protein. Uh, we'll settle on protein. <laughs> That's my favorite like sitcom trope. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, it's the best. Like, did you guys have a? Did, no, you guys had a study date here, right? <laughs> well, what were you studying? Uh, math, science. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Science, math. Oh, fuck. There really should be a. Uh, that is such a sitcom. Police uh, and they have to be sitting there. By the way, eating Chinese food out of their own Chinese food carton, which only happens on television. <laughs> by the way, right? No, yeah, yeah. No one in the world of sitcoms ever goes and gets a fucking plate. No, like no, no. Or shares Chinese. Isn't yeah. don't when you order Chinese food? Yeah, don't you're, you put you're, it out you're, and then you're everyone sharing. gets plates and right. takes whatever they take? Yes. In on, on television, they yeah. eat out of their own thing, like yeah. little hogs. It's like, like you that, 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 only have mushu pork. Yeah, that doesn't that ever happen. No, that never Chinese happens food. in food. Didn't you go oh, on? Um, here's the other. Here's the other one. Oh, hey, hey, come, come on, come on in, Uncle. <laughs> <laughs> it drives me to my insanity. <laughs> What's going label. on, Sister? <laughs> <laughs> you always like, have to explain re- like, who's really? there, who's Who on the phone. Who says that ever? Yeah. I've I've never said, "Come on in, Uncle." I mean, God knows, I've never. There's said a show that. I like now. Maybe, maybe the girl there's actors will like, um, to catch a predator. <laughs> <laughs> 
Come on in. Come on in. The tea's out. <laughs> the tea's out. I'm just going to go to the bathroom and soap up my eight-year-old boobs. Jesus. I'm by myself. You were so good on that. Yeah, you were great, actually. <laughs> no really, one knew really you were a guy. I really believe you. I mean, you. it was before the beard. I was a little more convincing. Yeah. yeah. No, I really believed it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you were the one. You were the one being predated. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. no. You weren't the. Oh, bait. you thought I was a predator. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, uh, well, and that uh, would make sense because eight because uh, eight year olds are my size. Oh, yeah. God. Exactly. So it's like, just, yeah, yeah, like it just makes complete yeah. sense. Oh, that show. God, where do you think? Can they do a VH1's Where Are They Now to catch a predator? Predators. Oh, I would watch uh, that. Uh, all I mean, day, who was the one who was like? Yeah, there was because, a couple. Yeah. I mean, we're recording this right now yeah. during the Festival of Lights, uh, <laughs> Hanukkah. There was one that one that was a rabbi. Oh, God. Now, I mean, lines. you have to look. If I don't you, remember that If one. you had an electronic device that could tell you anything, uh, you could actually look it up. It's Rabbi... Copperfield. Uh, yeah, he was... No, no. No, it was Rabbi Feels Too Much. Just, it was, yeah, it was a you, very on-the-nose name. If you typed name. in Rabbi Catch a Predator, I'm doing uh, it right and now. I a, swear to God, again? and it was like, wow. Oh, wow, it finished that sentence fast. Oh, bummer. Uh, yeah, uh, rabbi... I should, I should probably say his name. Fuck it. Uh, rabbi David K. My get, rabbi. Gets busted My rabbi. By, <laughs> Holy crap! I just love that. Like, I, I, I would just love every he time. Just circumcised my son. Yeah, <laughs> with his mouth. But, it was so weird. Four times. Four times. And by the way, we just sent a couple emails about it. Like, we didn't actually finalize the plans. Holy shit! He showed up with a pie and a knife. Adam, they have catch a predator. Where are they now? Oh, oh on fantastic. YouTube. I can't do that. So like, I can't watch that. Well, send me the link. I can't do that. I can't do that. It's never going to be anything. I can't anything. do that. Send me the link. Because it's never going to be anything good. It's uh, never going to be like, well, he was on To Catch a Predator, and then he put his life together, and, no. now, right. he, no, and now he cured cancer. Never. It's never. <laughs> like, it's never. never that. Nobody goes uh, on to, yeah, he now works uh, no, for uh, no, 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 Bill Gates. No, yeah. No. Uh, there, there was a... How do I tell this briefly? There was a canter. We got time. There's a canter. Oh, I'm a sucker for a good canter story. Uh, well, there was Keep a canter going. at the temple that I grew up at. Uh, Brad, wait, tell Brad what a canter yeah, is. Yeah, I have no a idea. A canter is the one who sings. Oh, okay. So the rabbi does the service, the can, and then they go, and now Brad's going to sing the Jewish yeah. song. And, yeah. And whatever. Havana Gila. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I play the hits, everybody. It's a little more, play the it's hits. A little more lofty than that. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, um, okay. But uh, Streisand. He was charged. <laughs> Jewish. A lot of Streisand. Yeah. A lot of Streisand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Mostly Sammy Davis covers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, that's topical. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, he was charged with some sexual okay. uh, issues. The right. cancer, the and, singer. Yeah, and went away, uh, left in disgrace. Mm -hmm. This was in New Jersey. Okay. Went to Chicago, yeah. and then with his wife, uh, he was a cantor again and was running some kind of prostitution ring, was thrown out of there, mm -hmm. and now we recently found him, because all my friends are obsessed with this, we sure. recently found him, he's in Las Vegas, Makes and sense. he's a Pentecostal minister, like with a cross like the size of Capitol Records building behind him. Oh, and, and it's like, what? Oh. With like a new name and everything. It's 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 phenomenal. I need, to, there's a script in this guy. Can't, like, we, yeah. can't we warn the people like, oh, by the way, I, I don't know. And, oh, and it's under, he's under a new name. Of course obviously. he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's, well, uh, you because know, two minutes on the internet, you can find out who he is. You yeah. know, it's like no Because you can't go up as like an evangelical and be like, I'm Schwartz Schwartzstein. You know, yeah, like, it, I, it, I just thought of the exactly. Jewish name I could. Um, <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Schwartz while we're on the topic, the there's no one named Schwartz. Schwartz <laughs> no, and while we're on the topic, uh, what's I think my manager's name is Schwartz. Schwartz okay, really? so if that's because oh, the <laughs> they're choosing entertainment, yeah, yeah, 
yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the stereotypes yeah. tonight. It's the wow. second night. How dare you? And wow. if, and while we're on the topic, if that's the Jewiest name, what's the dwarfiest name? Uh, Shrieky Mccandybottom. <laughs> wow. I want to meet that guy, wow. but I don't want to go to his theme did park. Did you see that? Don't you want to meet Shrieky McCandybottom? No. You, did you see the fantastic HBO movie? Oh, uh, Her, uh, Hervé? Yeah. It, I mean, I'm a dwarf. Of course I did. What, what like, is it like a law? Is yes. It, is that, is like, I have to watch Fiddler on the Roof every yes. night? <laughs> when Dinklage comes out with something, we all have to watch it. Together at it's the same time. the rule. They set their watches. It's, yes. It's horribly fantastic. Yes. Like, I couldn't take my eyes off it, but oh, it was exactly. horrible. It's bad, yes. huh? Oh, yeah, but, but you need to watch it. It's, yes. It's so good. I thought it's, Dinklage could do no wrong in the acting world. He well, can. Yeah. <laughs> well, when he, play, when he plays uh, a dwarf, a, 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 a dwarf of a different race. Uh, yes. 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 No, I mean, uh, her, I mean, his name's Hervé Villachez. Yeah, but he like, was he was uh, like really couldn't find he one was Latino French. <laughs> he was French, one. but from Indonesia or something, something or, like that. I mean, yeah, something really sure. messed up. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just stay in oh, one so place. So people from Indonesia are messed up. <laughs> <laughs> We have a large no, Indonesian just, following was, of this. No, podcast. it was so it was so <laughs> messed did. up that he was Used playing to. it. Is what I mean. <laughs> oh my! Well, yeah. Well, that well, that's like it, it, it's like that is one of the things where that's still okay. Like what? that's the only way you could play another race is it is if you're a dwarf playing another dwarf of, of, of that race. But they couldn't find a dwarf that was more like Hervé Villachez. No, that's my point. They could. They, of course and they, they went, could. No, we're gonna have Dinklage. So I'm very I'm very friendly. I'm very friendly with Danny Woodburn. Do you know who that is? He's, of course. Uh, of course. He's Seinfeld. Here. Okay. Of course. Uh, so, he is yes, the, the dwarf on Seinfeld. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, make sure you know. And, and yes, this I is his, you know, Thank this you. is his battle cries. Like, yeah. they can find, you know, it's just, yeah. you know, they... Yeah, yeah, they, they, they find they actual something. elves to play elves. Yeah, is his point exactly. Uh, yeah, uh, well, and now <laughs> yeah, they can. I, I yeah. was just having this conversation where it's like there were there were so many dwarves that were saying like, why do you only get dwarves to play elves? We're more than that. We're more than that. We're more than that. And right. now they don't even hire the dwarves to play elves anymore. Now right. they hire now they hire like tall people and either you shrink them down or yeah. whatever. And I'm like. Good job, fuckers! You ruined wow. your only guaranteed work. Wow, every I know year. you have a good de- a good December. <laughs> you have a good December every year. Yeah, you uh, had it's that. Fantastic. You had you 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 had March and Christmas. Right. Every year, and now pff, nothing. It's very uh, it's very <laughs> as a character actor, it's it it is hard now because yeah. it has to be the person. Yeah. Playing the person. Well, c- and well, the whole point yeah. was that you could play yeah, other acting. roles. You, you right. can do what, you, you um, but can do other things. You, you know, I can't play someone who's um, has special needs. No, nope. whereas I have to have someone special need. I can't play. Uh, I, I I can't play play a transsexual nope. anymore, which I love to play. No, I mean, I, I've <laughs> seen your work. I, I've never played a transsexual. I've seen your work on a Craigslist. It's fantastic. So good. <laughs> Chance Encounters or something? Is that what it's called? Ca- I hate that I know this. Uh, ca- uh, casual Encounters. Oh, how casual? Like, I mean, pretty I much saw, pretty much as casual. I saw you at Target? Oh. Yeah. Um, no, that that's Missed Connections. That's Missed Connections. That's what does better. that mean? Missed, that's when it's like, yeah. I saw you at Target. You had that hat. I think I had a boner. Do you want to get coffee on Wednesday? What? Like it's just like a and minimal is, information. You what is the chance of the person with that hat seeing Zero that post? Zero. Oh, I Zero. don't know. I think people have met on that for sure. No if, way. if people are putting no the feelers way. out, I bet there's there's got to be. So you're going to tell me in the history of the world, there's not ever when someone was like the two creepy pervs <laughs> locked eyes when one was walking out of a bathroom and one walked in and they. <laughs> 
thought to think. Scene, there's would, that scene in uh, Bohemian Rhapsody where he sees the trucker walk in the bathroom. Yeah. And he and it's like, I'm walking into the bathroom. And then the other guy looks back at the bathroom door and just looks at him. Yeah. And that's it. And it's like, in that moment, we're like, Oh, he's gay. Like, <laughs> it was just so. It was just so odd. I my like son. How you, my I like son, how you said that as the movie trailer voice guy. Yeah. Well, my son oh, turned to me gay. and was like, he didn't. He had no idea. He's like, Freddie Mercury was gay like, after that scene. Whoa. And I was. And I said, very. Uh, but that's, is that how they? I mean, I haven't seen it yet. That's anyway. how they introduce it. Wow, yeah. that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, and for for those who didn't know. Right, right. <laughs> Which, I, by the way, I love the movie. That. I I actually love the movie. It's terribly great. It's also awesome. thank you, great. thank you for that. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, I, I mean, I've been trying to describe it to friends who are like, because I saw oh, it and they're so like, so watchable, and, and, and they're like, how, and they're like, how is it? I'm like, it's it's amazing because it's simultaneously a great yep. movie. Yep. And a horrible movie. Exactly. At cool. the same exactly. time. To cancel each other out and they make do, an enjoyable they do that, thing they do to that, watch. Yes. They do that thing like, hey, I came up with an idea for a song. And they play like one note. And two seconds later, the band's like, yeah, that sounds good. That was my complaint. Yeah. Some guy comes in and goes, hey, guys, I've been working on this riff. Dun, 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 dun. And everyone's like, yeah, that sounds great. Okay, that's a hit song. And then fast forward to them at Madison Square Garden playing it with 10,000 people going batshit. Well, you guys just sound like dum-dums who don't know how music works because that's that is how every well, also, I love like but that happened like five times in the movie he, go, he, he, he was like oh I've been toying around with this little this little piano lick and, 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 and he plays Bohemian Rhapsody like and he goes to his girlfriend and goes do you think that's any good she's like I think that's amazing and you're like okay boom it's a song that's it. Did you do this also, thing where he was like, I wrote this song. I think it's going to be pretty good. It's called, turns to camera, somebody to love. <laughs> Wink. They didn't do Bicycle. Bicycle was oh, not the movie. Oh, I love that what song, What is that one? Bicycle, bicycle. I want to ride my bicycle. I want to ride my bicycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, that, is that what they play when you walk into Stretchy Candy Bottoms theme park? <laughs> Wait, Stretchy, what was his name again? Wow. Shrinky. <laughs> I, how dare you forget the name of Shrinky it's Candy Bottoms. Shrinky's Pilates Parlor. <laughs> 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 um, um, Willie, your IMDb is fucking insane. It's Have very, you, uh, yeah. it's very long. That's all it is. You it's very know, long. it's very accomplished and cool. Uh, and some are accomplished, some are less. Well, I'm gonna three hundred episodes of television. I'd say, uh, yeah, we're probably over, over seventy five films. Yeah, maybe. And you can name all of them. No, oh, okay. God no! <laughs> it's amazing to me that you've worked this. Much. It's amazing to me that you've worked, but that oh, you've uh, worked. Having <laughs> acted with me, I, you must be an absolute complete shock. Like, yeah, yeah you're not no, wrong. You're no, you're phenomenal. But yeah, I, I yeah, do want to know. Okay. You are. Shut up. Uh, with all this stuff, do you ever? How often do? Because look, Brad and I have done a handful of things, not close to this. Sure. So every one of the things we've done, I'm sure we can like recount and take ourselves back there and be like, I, remember that experience? Yeah. Okay. I I have a family ties. Like I would look at this and be like, how much of this do you? I have a friend from uh, college who's a big writer, mm -hmm. and he has now uh, made me start writing a book. And thank it's, God. But it's a different kind of book in that. He has me starting at the bottom of IMDb, mm -hmm. and I write whatever I know about. I'm 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 literally up to 1988. That's exactly what I was. So that's so that's, that's under, so whatever I remember. And I do I, I have a memory of an elephant, so I do remember everything. That's crucial. But uh, some of them I have had to click on to see who else was. So then it had to yeah. jar my memory. But. Have you ever watched TV or a movie, seen yourself, and go, "Oh fuck, I was in that"? No. Okay. Because no. 
Someone no. someone just had that moment on. Oh, it was. No, they uh, were lying. They were trying to be that person. Yes, they, they were lying. Uh, Anna Kendrick. Right. Thank you. Yeah. She she just had that moment where she said, "I forgot." That I was in. She does not strike me as someone that would forget. If you could see me rolling my eyes right now over this <laughs> I podcast, can feel it. yeah, okay, I good. can feel your like, eye roll. Really? It's like you're 27. I mean, you forgot uh, the rules. It's only because I have like 400 things on my IMDb that I think yeah. of someone is like, what do they have? 300? Think they don't? If someone has 30 things on their IMDb, yeah, like don't you remember every one of them? Yeah. Don't um, I'm going to read some of these. Okay, and and give I'll, me I'll just, give you one sentence. Yeah, um, Family Ties. Family Ties, uh, I asked the producer uh, why my character didn't have more lines. <laughs> Ballsy. And it was like, like my it. it was like my second job. I like it. I found out that's really not a great Excuse thing to do. Excuse me, sir. How, an by, actor. by the way, he became a dear friend like 20 years later. Good. But, uh, yeah, so. By the way, you played, Wal- uh, oh, it says Waiter. Walter on Family Ties, Waiter on Cheers. I thought you Cheers played- was, ama- was one of the most, that was like my third job or something. No way. And, uh, it was an amazing situation because I uh, there were two guest spots, mm-hmm. and I went in and read, and uh, Sam and Diane go to some inn yeah. in Cape Cod for the weekend, and there were two employees at the inn, and they had me read for both of them, mm-hmm. and they liked me so much, they made it one guy. That's So I, it was a, like a huge wow. part. And it was like I'm my biggest thir- show on television. And that show had you know sixty million viewers at the yeah. time. It was like huge. What that- do you attribute to uh, your success in the room to making them just go fuck it? This guy's great. Let's get. I him. will do anything in a room to get the part. Anything. Anything. Well, anything. that's that's in your it's in your secret the Willie acting the Willie Garson acting book pants are for pussies. So that's right. Yeah, that's right. No, my brother- coffee is for closers. My, pants, you know, pants is for pussies. The, the first time, the first time I did uh, no, the first time I did X Files, the guy was the guy was a guy that was killed by like spirits. Okay. And my brother in law said to me, "How do you get these parts? Like, you go in the room and what happens?" I'm like. The guy is, is uh, there's spirits that you can't see and are yeah. killing him. He's like, well, what did you do? Like, what do you do? I said, you just do it. Like, I threw myself against the wall. I was on the ground. I, yeah. I was hiding behind the chair. He goes, you do that in the room? Like, well, why wouldn't you? Like, you're there to get the part. Yeah. And that and, 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 you know, and that's wow. all the person. All, all they're going to do is not cast you, yeah. you know, which happens every day anyway. Yes. Right. What so do you like, have to who lose? cares? So, like, just go and do it and they'll cast you. Now it's hard because they don't have auditions. So everything is on tape. You can't do that on tape. So, yeah, yeah, I'm rarely going in. These you know, days. yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's a bummer because I always like like going in and like you have a couple of jokes and you like right chat right. the guy for right a chatter or, or is woman. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I like uh, like I have things, uh, you know, things you do in the room that are tricks. Like for me, I have horrible tricks. Like what? Like if they ask if, if you have any questions, mm-hmm. half of these scripts. If you have any questions, they should literally call the mental hospital and get yeah. you, take you out in a straitjacket. Yeah, yeah. Like, like right. it's so stupid. So I'll often say, I'll go, do you have any questions? I'll say something like, I do have a question. Like, was Dr. Quinn supposed to be married to that guy? <laughs> like, like, or whatever. And that, yeah. That's always a great icebreaker. I've, yeah. I also... I did that once, by the way, and they did not take kindly to it. They didn't like the Where joke. I said something, I go, I go, do you think this guy has a stepdad? And if so... Do you think he studies Kabbalah or does he practice Kwanzaa? I did some long-winded thing, and they just go. So we'll start on page two. Actually, oh, they were not. In no, the mood. this was early on. I was yeah. like, be funny all the time. Yeah, which they can had backfire, gas. though, right? They had gas. You do got to yeah. read the room, right? Sometimes. Yeah, you got you got to read the room, of course. Yeah. I also, and this is a terrible trick, but a great okay. trick. But I have to be in the room to do it. Yeah. I'll, at some point while reading, I will rub my, I'll put my hand on my head, mm-hmm. and like rub my head. It's saying to them very uh, pointedly, 
I know that I'm bald. I'm very aware that I'm bald. Ah. So right now, this character is a bald guy. Got it. Huh. So that I'm not I'm not self conscious about it or anything. Very similarly, during yeah. my auditions, I will pull out a you, pan flute. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I will start playing it. Indeed. And let people or, know or this, a, I know this character's or a, or yeah, a I know what you see. Or a yeah. rather large pot of gold. You would also do the same massive, thing. Just start throwing yeah. the coins in the yeah. air. Just start bathing want, it at Scrooge McDuck yeah. style. I want me gold and like and skip out skip out of the room. Uh, why did why did you give this guy an Irish that's accent? Great. How do you know I think yeah. it would be that? You changed all the lines to limericks. Yeah. I don't know well, like, why did you like do that? I had I had uh an my an agent, my agent my, I've had one agent my whole life, but my agent got a call uh, once that uh, I'd gone in hmm. and they said, oh, the character the character doesn't wear glasses. And she said, you know, they're not stapled to his head. Like you could have, you could have asked him to take them off. <laughs> like he was just there in your office. Yeah. Like, like what does that even mean? Yeah. The character doesn't wear glasses. Yeah, like, it wasn't a, like it wasn't a character choice. <laughs> no, you no. needed to see that day. Yeah, but, he could take them he off. He could yeah. take them off yeah. and then read the lines that he's memorized. Uh, yeah. Uh, what about um, Mr. Uh, Belvedere? Wow. Oh, yeah. the best. Real, the best. You, you, I wish people could see the face that you made just now because you were uh, like the greatest experience of my life. It was so great, Mr. Belvedere. It was so much fun. Another hit show. It was so much fun. I was there for about uh, God five or six years. Whenever they called me, yeah. And then was it the same character? Or yeah, yeah, character? yeah. Okay. It was the son's only friend throughout. The whole okay, show, because right, okay. he was obviously a loser. But, um, <laughs> but it was so great. We would torture Mr. Belvedere yeah. all the time, which was great. One of the greatest theme songs of um, all time. Yeah, way. of course, Leon Redbone. And uh, the, but the greatest part was I was getting, I was losing my hair, mm-hmm. and we were still in high school. Oh, so this oh. is at the this is at the end. It was yeah, the end yeah, of yeah. the show. And uh, um, you know how we know why there was a Mr. Belvedere? No, right? No. Oh, this goes back to the other story. Okay. Uh, Hervé Villachez, uh, okay. wh- uh, what's his name? The other Ricardo Montalban yeah. Yeah. had Hervé Villachez fired from Fantasy Island. Okay, so they hired Christopher Hewitt, who played Mr. Belvedere. They hired him to play replace Tattoo on Fantasy Island. The How show is- lasted for another half of a year. Yeah, and got canceled. Uh huh. They had six and a half years left on Mr. Belvedere's contract. So they created a show called Mr. Belvedere, which ran for exactly six and a half years until his contract was over. Wow. And uh, that's and why it. there was a Mr. Belvedere. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> um, at any rate. That's crazy. So at the end, I'm losing my hair and we're in high school. So they're like, okay, now you're going to go to, <laughs> you're gonna go to college. And so they write an episode where we go to college and we're all excited, like, oh, we're gonna have so much more stuff to do. And we walk in to do the first scene in college, and the extras, the atmosphere, yeah. are all like 60 years old because we had to look like we were freshmen. I looked like I was 40. Oh. <laughs> and, and it was like, it was totally ridiculous. And uh, They didn't have wigs? Yeah, no, I know, exactly. <laughs> no, nothing. What happened was I did a, I did a commercial okay. um, that, was uh i was like a nerdy guy i know that's hard to believe and uh they they were trying my girlfriend uh in the commercial rosanna arquette actually um goes to give me a a makeover yeah Mm. and quickly at shooting part of the makeover is dyeing my hair and the makeup guy the hair guy dunked my head in a vat of uh peroxide 
Okay. And I just started losing my hair really rapidly after that. And then I went back to do an episode of Mr. Belvedere and I was like, what, what's happened to his head? Like, <laughs> so my scalp got burnt. Basically. No shit. I mean, I was probably going to lose my hair anyway, but it really it it, it moved it along. The yeah, yeah it moved along. Shit. Yeah. Wow. Did you sue that? That really company? happened. That really happened. Yeah. How many how, did it scare you off from doing commercials? You're like, I want to not keep lose the rest of my body. No, like, I yeah, like. Yeah. I li hey, do this Sun Chips commercial and stick your dick in this bucket of uh, kerosene <laughs> real quick. You're like, I don't see how this really sells oh the product. Oh my god. <laughs> I used to love doing commercials. Did you? They were so fun. So fun. Had, they've changed, yeah. As far as like it has changed. Well, I don't just, know because I can't do mm, them anymore because I'm mm, I have a face. You're you know, too good. I'm not. Shush. Well, no, I'm not. You I'm not the dad in so many things. I'm not famous enough to be a spokesman. Spokesman, right. but I'm too famous to be a guy in a commercial oh, so okay. it's like i it, it happened on uh i used to do a lot of i had three directors and i worked all the, i made so much money doing commercials That's amazing before <laughs> then, at, before tv uh series no, i was doing episodes of stuff but i wasn't famous or anything and then my first really solid job was nypd blue that mm -hmm. was like really yeah, popular and i had yeah, a real job yeah and uh i went in one of my friends from college was a director named michael bay and Michael Bay was doing <laughs> that guy. Yeah, a, a new director. Yeah, That'll help. and he was doing uh, a lot. I, you know, I did every of he did was doing music videos and commercials. I hundreds of them for him. Yeah, and uh, he got uh, got milk was all his. Shut. So all up. the got Michael milk Bay got yeah. milk. Did got yeah. milk. There was no so, explosions or lard-breasted women in well, the not Got yet. Milk commercials. If, not they, yet. if they had gone on, yeah, I mean, uh, so he called me. The in, milk carton transforms me into in, a gun. He called me in for a milk commercial to the That's producers, amazing. and uh, when you audition for a commercial for the clients and the producers, they're like behind a little screen, right. watching you on a monitor. But you're in the same room with them, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you can sometimes hear them like whispering about yeah. you. And I'd gotten on NYPD Blue, and the characters were really popular, and I was doing some episodes of, and. I walk in and I'm like, hey, what's up, Michael? It's so great to be here. Uh, what, what's up? And and I hear one of the clients from the ad agency yeah. whisper behind the thing. She goes, isn't that the fucking murderer from NYPD Blue? <laughs> and, then, and it was like, okay, he's not doing a fucking milk commercial. Like, it's milk, it's the murderer. Yeah. And, and it was like, that was like the end of my commercial career. Oh. I, I mean, literally my next year, my yeah. income was like, a tenth of what it had been and I was on wow. TV you know shit. Just yeah because Did that almost yeah. make you want to like <laughs> be scale, anonymous yeah and, scale well, you, back some of the TV gigs or I mean even when you see in the on those days you'd see people who were on a lot of commercials yeah and they were making a lot of money those people had the same problem they became too recognizable from yeah. commercials and they stopped working right. as well that's crazy so like did that friendship with Michael Bay is that kind of how you it find went, your way into movies like The Rock and stuff like well, that? Well, I mean, yes, in The Rock it was and then uh, it found me out of a movie as well. So out of he, a movie. Well, he call, he called me for I, I, The Rock was the last time I worked for Michael. Really? And I probably shouldn't tell the rest of this story. Fine. Uh, let's move on to Troop Beverly Hills, uh, in my, which you played Bruce and I just want to tell you My real, first movie. Was it really? Yeah. Go ahead. Um, it I was you were also joking. that's, that's it, how much like, no and I and I'd worked with her before because I'd done Cheers. Cheers, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Did that help at all or no? Um, the sex was better. Hilarious. <laughs> um, you mean being a regular versus no, a guest did, star? No, no, she had nothing. She had nothing to do with the Wait, casting of the role of Bruce. Will you please? <laughs> <laughs> Will you please remind me who Bruce was in this movie? Because I want to tell you why this what this movie means to me. The movie means a lot to a lot of people. Um, so you're not alone. And uh, you masturbated to it all the time. Close. I'm sure. It was the movie that when I rushed my fraternity at college at USC, 
during uh, rush during Hell Week. We were all <clears throat> locked in the Brotherhood room to sleep. Right, you had one place to sleep. Like that's where we all had like the chapter room. Right. Wow. And there was creepy uh, one song playing on. There's like so many different hellish activities you had to deal with throughout right, the week. Right. Right. And while we slept in the room on a boombox. 24-7 was Copacabana playing nonstop. Fantastic. And one person all the time, we rotated in shifts, had to be on night duty and sit in the quad of our fraternity because uh, it was set up like motel style. There were rooms in the bottom and then around top and an sure. open air thing sure. in the quad. It was real cool. It's like the Florida project. Somebody had to, yeah. sit, somebody had to <laughs> sit in the quad watching Troop Beverly Hills on repeat. And we rotated. I watched that Amazing. movie 54 times. Amazing. Amazing. There's a dead tired watching it like so you guys can now act out scenes much together. like <laughs> I, yeah. I have to say I've probably only seen it once but wow. much like uh, Rocky Horror yeah. in, New, in New York in the East Village there is a true Beverly Hills night that people come yeah, dressed as the characters yeah. and people throw yeah. things at the screen you know, yeah. the whole deal um, it was it was really so Bruce is one of the parents of one of the girls okay, is a yeah. film director and I'm his assistant. I'm his assistant director. Oh my god! And we're, <laughs> and we're filming. We're, we're filming the whole uh, thing. Yes. Uh, yeah. Wow. wow. Isn't yeah. that fucking crazy? It's <laughs> very funny. And I, so I worked with her twice, and then on Craig T was in that, yes. and I did coach, coach as well. And so, and uh, we talk fondly about. And uh, another actor, David Wall, was in that, who. Uh, we became very good friends in that movie. We sat there forever making that stupid movie, and. Uh, days and days and days and uh i actually brought david wall on to play an older version of me in white collar i i gave him a job in new york uh, hey it all comes full yeah. circle yep you seem like you're really good about that paying it forward um looking out for others it's not you always been that way it's not that i just i like to work with people that i know yeah i i find yeah. it i find it uh more that fun de- that can deliver too right yeah well of course you yeah. don't want to just give someone a job as you know, you don't want to give someone a job just because you're friends with them. I don't know if you've ever had any experience around that. Um, uh, <laughs> as yes. you know all too well, yes. my friend. Hey, guys. Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast. Just checking back in to remind you guys about Omax Health, our new sponsor here on the About Last Night podcast, helping you live a better life. I know you don't got enough omega-3s in your body. I sit outside your window and I watch, okay? You're moving stiff, okay? You're not remembering much. Your mood sucks. Omega-3s help all that. And where are you going to get them? From Omax Health, baby, because they've got the Omax 3 Ultra Pure supplement that's the best on the market. How do I know that? Because that's the facts, okay? Taking omega-3s alleviate joint pain, uh, inflammation, muscle soreness. They're great for post-workout. Uh, mood, focus, memory helps all that boost your brain and cardiovascular health. You're also probably wondering what else makes Omax 3 different from other supplements on the market. Well, uh, if you've seen some of the supplements at the store, many of the top sellers just don't have the adequate quality or quantity of omega 3s for therapeutic results. Omax has sold over 500,000 boxes of Ultra Pure due to its cult following. This stuff is a cult, baby. Omax 3 Ultra Pure is almost 94% pure omega-3 fatty acids, which means it's the purest concentration on the market. Leading store brands, they're going to tell you that they got more. They only got 30%. Omax has patented EPA to DHA ratio of 4 to 1, specifically engineered for inflammation and joint pain, which is something we could all use a little more of, right? 
Get a little lighter on your feet. Stop walking around like Geppetto just made Pinocchio. Omax Ultra Pure goes through an intense distillation process in Europe. All right, everything's better over there. To remove saturated fats, toxins, PCBS, so that you're left with ultra pure omega-3 fatty acids. It's been clinically tested, certified, and sustainably sourced, so it's safe for you and your family, which is huge, right? Ain't that time you're putting something in your body, you want to know it's safe for you and the kiddos. Well, this is. So whether you're an athlete, a student, a busy parent, a gamer, a working professional, anyone can benefit from Omax 3, all right? Even Brad, he's a dwarf. It might even make him grow taller. Who knows? This could be the thing to do that, but it's going to help his joints because when Brad's twerking on stage or dancing off, uh, he knows that he needs some Omega-3s to re-stimulate his bod, okay? Top to bottom, all four feet, four of it. Ultra Pure Omega-3s is the best uh, on the market uh, from Omax Health, and you're going to notice the positive effects within days. So if you want it right now, which I think you're going to want to, because who wouldn't want to better themselves in their life, go to Omax, I'm sorry, tryomax.com slash ALN today, and we'll get you a free box of Omax-3 Ultra Pure Supplements today. So go to tryomax.com slash ALN, and you get a free box of Omega-3s with your first purchase. Huh? Come on. Comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee, too. So you got plenty of time to try it and really feel the Omax when you feel the difference. And now back to the episode. Uh, well, you told me a Groundhog Day story uh, on the set of The Bellman. Uh, uh, amazing. I, yeah, that was, I mean, that's in my top three favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Can you tell that story again movie. for Brad? Yeah, I mean, so, um, so the movie had been shot a year okay. before, and it wasn't, they when they were testing it with audiences, it wasn't established enough uh, what kind of a weatherman and what kind of a guy Bill Murray was. What do you mean, what kind of a weatherman? He's a weatherman. Well, just his relationship with the work and with the people that he worked with. Okay. So they added a scene mm-hmm. at the very top of the movie, mm-hmm. and I was the like assistant weatherman. Okay. And I guess Bill was pretty unhappy during the making of that movie, uh-huh. and had. Uh, burned a lot of bridges with some very dear friends, <laughs> sure. m- namely his best friend Harold Ramis. Um, They'll do it. And so when they were, when I was meeting with Harold, he's like, "Well, what what would you do if Bill said this?" And I'm like, "Don't worry, it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. It'll be totally fine." So the, it's the night of the shoot, yeah, and it's a big newsroom. You know, 500 extras. Uh, we have to shoot overnight because it was mm-hmm. in an actual newsroom, right? And um, Bill comes in, they bring Bill in, no one is speaking to him. No one. Yeah. The producer, Harold, Andy McDowell, no one is speaking to him. Wow. And he comes in, they hand him the mini sides, and it's quite obvious that he's never seen them. Okay. And he goes, what is this crap? What is this bullshit? Mm-hmm. And he goes to me, you, come with me. And we go outside, one of those bars where you hit the door and yeah. go out. Now we're standing on the corner of Melrose and Gower, Two o'clock in the morning, outside, door closes. We go over the lines, and he's like, this is garbage. We can't do this crap. I'm like, listen, just say, I've never met Bill Murray in my life. Yeah. I'm like, just say whatever you want to say. Don't worry about it, and I'll, yeah. I'll, be, I'll go right along with you. Mm-hmm. You're like, no, we can't do this. We start pounding on the door, because we're outside. Yeah. <laughs> Someone finally so opens the, the door. He runs through the thing, and he goes, Ramus, my trailer. And he goes and walks straight through and out. The AD like takes me to my dressing room and I go to sleep. <laughs> That's it. 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. Literally like three and a half hours later, 
They knock on my door, wake me up. Okay, we're ready. I come in. Bill comes in. Not one word has been changed. <laughs> not one. Okay. We do the scene, and uh, that's it. Rap takes like a half hour. <laughs> Shoot the scene. <laughs> Wrap it, go away, that's it. Movie opens, massive hit. Yeah. yeah. Massive hit. A year later, we did, I think it was like just a year later, was Kingpin. Yeah. And yeah. he showed up in Pittsburgh and he was like, uh, totally different, like happiest guy I've ever seen in my life. Like nicest guy ever. And every time I've seen him since then, he's a lovely guy. Wow. Just some, sometimes. It was a bad situation, I guess. Day, and I had I had not yeah. been there. So and you're, God knows yeah, what. you're, you're walking Maybe in. Andy McDowell had gas the whole time or so. I have no <laughs> idea. I've heard that about her. No, she's no, no. still so pretty. I just saw her. She's so beautiful. That's yeah. amazing. And, and you you talk about working with people that you like and doing it over and over again. Like you get into these little sort of clicks that of people that cabals. Ke- yeah, that like yeah. they keep hiring you. Like you've done three movies with the Fairly Brothers. Yeah, I like I I they they like to use me. I like to work with them. They're, we're really good friends. Uh, yeah, it, w- long before the first movie. Yeah, you know, and so. I, was, I'm, I'm mad because I'm not in Green Book, but yeah, uh, there really wasn't a spot for yeah. me. Yeah, so yeah. so was Kingpin the first one then? Kingpin with, was the first one. Yeah, with the Fairly Um I was maybe going to be in Dumb and Dumber, mm-hmm. uh, but it didn't happen. Something happened and I couldn't. And then, so he used me in Kingpin. Then he called me for Mary and said, I haven't written it yet, but I kind of want to see you at 17 years old, like what that would look like. <laughs> so then we came up with this big, like heavy metal wig. Do you then, play you at 17? Uh, yeah, I play me at 17. <laughs> and then I thought of this great, I, I play myself at 17 and yeah. at 40. Right. So I came up with this great idea that what if at 17 I have this massive zit, like that's so disgusting. And then when we see me at 40, yeah. if I still had the zit, like that would be amazing. <laughs> so, so I mean, that generally the way it works with the Farrelly Brothers, like if it's funny, it stays in the movie. Yeah. So um, around the loose plot. And then we did, the last one I did was Fever Pitch. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite movies. I mean, you, have, so you really kind of have to be a that. Red Sox fan. No, you don't. You have to be a baseball fan and a, yeah, and a fan yeah. of... of it, was, it was weird because it was written... For the Red Sox because they were never going to win. Yeah. yeah. And then while we were shooting, won. we'd be in our hotel rooms and we get a call like, "Are you fucking watching this?" Yeah. They won again. Like, and so we had to keep rewriting the movie as as it was going on. That's insane. Um, and, then, and then and then they famously, won the World Series. Yeah. I mean, it's like totally ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then famously, the last scene is filmed actually when the well, Red they, Sox they won the World flew, Series. Well, they flew. They had to fly to every game. The yeah. ones that weren't in Boston, they were right. flying. With like just a cameraman, just in case they want it tonight. Yeah. Um, thank you so much. Someone just handed me some water. I know you can't see this because this is a podcast. <laughs> see, you're um, getting it. Yeah. We're, call- <laughs> we're calling it water, but it's really mommy's juice. Big glass of vodka I've ever seen. You are you are fun to drink with though. Well, I will say that. So we so look so we met in Arizona and we had uh, so we had a blast. We had a really good time. A really good time. I'm, and I'm curious because I feel like I. Uh, you know that was the longest shoot that I'd been on, and in a, a desolate spot in Tucson, Arizona. Yep. But like a really, from what I, you know, I feel like I always try to have a good time, and and regardless of what's going on. But I feel like the crew and the people was really a, a cool group. But you tell me because you've done you've done more. No, really, it was yeah. it was a really cool group. Um, uh, everyone was uh kind of at the same level of uh, willingness to mm. play. Yeah. And uh, 
there, there was it was good bonding. It, I, I felt even the people who had maybe uh, not had that bonding experience before eventually came out of their shit. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna stay in my room tonight and have pizza or whatever. Yeah, and it was like by by the third night, like oh yeah yeah I'll go out with you guys. Yeah, and then, you know it it just became uh, it it was cool. It, there were there were not a lot of clinkers in that in that group. Yeah, a couple. But yeah, not not a lot. <laughs> and th- then this was your first time working with Mr. Ray. Uh, my first and, and last and last. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not gonna happen again. It's now na- no. it's now in your writer. No. Yeah, it's yeah, in his writer. <laughs> not gonna How have that. Dare you. On the second night of Hanukkah, how could you? No. <laughs> that's your. That's my gift. <laughs> I don't. Ever, <laughs> is that I don't ever have to do that again. Yeah. Well, I mean, in fact, <laughs> there's gonna be because at, because I've heard that every Jewish holiday is they tried to kill us, they failed. Now let's eat. That's, that's so and yeah and so eat the whitest and fattiest thing you can find like a, a matzo ball yeah or, or like i think in i think hanukkah they eat jelly donuts like and, yeah. like anything just a fatty so now there's like, gonna be a new jewish holiday of like i worked with that i worked with adam ray i survived yeah, let's yeah. eat yes it's yeah. at, <laughs> rayuka i'll take it on the first night on the first night of rayuka we all adam ray chanika <laughs> the first night of adam ray chanika we all yeah. eat gummy bears yep. in celebration of, i mean of, i mean, of, of, of I when mean, adam told me a long you story know, you know what you know what brings people together on on sets what's that uh, it's always food yeah. like yeah. that's a thing yeah and so that's like that's the bonding thing, you know. I, I, you guys just had her, but like that's how I, I knew, like I knew Tiffany Thiessen for a really long time, yes. just around campus. Thank you for that, by the way. Um, but we really bonded when during the setup and then the pilot of White Collar because she's a food fanatic and I'm yeah. a food fanatic, yeah. and that became like a thing. And then all of a sudden, the rest of the cast started like, "Hey, where did you guys? You guys were talking about that great chicken you had. Where was that?" Everybody like, loves and that, it just, right? It just kept happening, and so you can that can always be a common thing. Like, yeah. "Hey, I yeah. found the greatest dumplings in yeah. this town." You were yeah. doing Let's that. Let's go. You were doing that right. in Tucson. Yeah, yeah. Because that, that, and especially when you're in an area that you don't know. Like, because well, that's the glory of traveling. I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, to to you know, you guys are comedians and you go places. You know, you sh- you have to have your thing that you go check out. Yeah. So the thing to go to, like for me, it's always food. Yes. So whatever they got there, yes. I don't want to eat at the Olive Garden. Right. I, I don't care if it's you know. And that's the says first the guy thing. who was kicked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, right. the, you, that's the okay. First I'm thing. not allowed to eat <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. at Olive Garden. I've seen I've seen your photo in all the Olive Gardens, <laughs> yeah, and it's not because okay. you signed it. Yeah. Okay, uh, but I, he did sign it. Yeah, 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 away. I thought yeah. blooming onion, uh, <laughs> keep that ranch flowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I then meant something different yeah. in yeah. Omaha than sure, it did. Well, but 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 that but that's like the first question every comic. Asks, oh yeah! Like when where we do get we to eat? Town, yes. Where should I eat? Yeah. yeah, I like that, and I also yeah. like uh, vintage clothing stores because that's oh, where you it? get the great T-shirts. Yeah. Okay, that are not in you know thirty dollars in Los Angeles. You get them right. for two dollars at the local. Yeah. 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 Uh, so the, so those are the two things. That I, some my friend is like always the the record store. You know, yeah. like wherever where's the record store? Yeah. Um. I uh when I I go to towns I love zoos. That's not even like that's not a joke. It's not a bit. I love going to. The oh zoo. no, it's a joke. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> you might not think it's a joke, oh, okay. but it's fantastic. It's only a joke it's when fantastic. one of the orangutans adopted me. <laughs> that's the only time it got to I be mean, a joke. I mean, some people Still are like diaper. some people are like strict, like really strict. Like yeah. it's the museum, but a lot of places there isn't a museum. Yeah. 
or like uh but yeah but know, there's food everywhere there's food so everywhere that makes and sense. there's local food yeah like you know i i also because i'm a food guy i'm, I'm a partner in restaurants yes. i'm like a food little doms guy. little doms here in that. la jam yeah. in new york uh soon to be little doms in carpenteria Ooh. um <laughs> And uh, Lil so, Dom is the new nickname so, for my penis. So because I'm, <laughs> wow. By the way, that okay. Wow. And you just took yourself off the plus one. And and I'm, I'm big seen. Dom. I'm big Dom. He's little Dom. Wait, how do you get? So that's a big ordeal to adventure to to I'm jump kidding. into being a partner in a restaurant. So I mean, obviously you have to love food to want to do that. But like, yeah. at at what point do you just go? It's time that I get involved in a spot. Well, and then how do you go about doing that? Well, it's funny. It's funny you said that. So after Mister Belvedere and. <laughs> Great it, all, sense. it all goes back to Mr. Bill. Yeah. It always does. I had made a little bit of money and then I didn't work for like six months and I was terrified. Like, oh my God, what's going to happen? So me and two buddies opened some coffee houses here in Los Angeles. Whoa. And we thought this will be great. It'll be like so cool. And we're, we're such hipsters. Like it'll be so cool. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, um, Starbucks. There's a company called Starbucks. Huh? I don't know if you've heard of that. Starbucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The guy who sold my Seattle Supersonics to Oklahoma City, Howard Schultz. Yeah. Hey, I'm yeah. familiar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Jews. Yeah. Always the Jews. <laughs> uh, but it, so so uh, they had just been starting and like you can't own a coffee house. So they, yeah. I lost all my money. I lost oh, every penny that shit. I had. Did you have any yeah. success with it before? No. Okay. No. Wow. Um, and then, so then I said never again. Yeah. Never again. And then my career did pretty well and I was making real money and uh, and a friend of mine was working for someone else managing a bunch of restaurants mm. and I just watched him and it was like wow this guy's really good he's really on the ball and he wanted to open his own restaurant so he got out of that working for someone else and he got investors and we spent a year developing it and it was Dominic's which okay. was here in uh, West Hollywood yes. on uh, Beverly and it was wildly successful and uh, it, we just got really lucky. And then we opened Little Dom's, which is in Los Feliz. And uh, it's gangbusters and great, you know. So it's a, so it, I, I was like, I'm never doing this again. And then now I'm in but now, hardcore. But now doing well. Yeah, it's doing really well. Awesome. Gem, is, uh, Gem is in New York City. It's this, it's this superstar uh, chef named Flynn McGarry. He's 19 years old. What? The movie just came out. It's called Chef Flynn. Uh, what? He's a rock star. He's the Justin Bieber of food. They call <laughs> Holy him. Shit. Has there ever been one of these before? I mean, uh, no, like, no, it was his first restaurant. No, I but mean, I mean, like, a, I've never heard of a 19-year-old chef that's a superstar. I don't I don't know. I mean, Chef yeah. Boyardee was 22 when sure. he started. Yeah. Sure. So that was like a little and, late. And, then there, and, well, chef, and on, uh, chef on that show, that animated show. South Park. But yeah, yeah chef he was a little older. Oh, yeah. He was 25. He was, yeah. a little older. he was four. And then the <laughs> Swedish chef. Yes, from the Muppets. Yeah, but he but yeah, but yeah, he was older. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was about yeah. 50. I mean, um, yeah. That's what yeah, so he's very famous. Yeah. Flynn McGarry, if you look him up, he's he's very famous. What do you love about being attached to Little Doms? Uh, Little Doms, Little Doms is like to me like the perfect restaurant. Okay. It's neighborhoody. It's uh, not expensive. People people who go there, um, there's something you feel when you walk into a restaurant. Mm -hmm. People who go to Little Doms eat there four times a week. And you feel that oh, when you walk awesome. in the restaurant. So it's the neighborhood. And the, it's yeah, it's yeah. very it's perfectly placed in Los Feliz because people who live in Los Feliz like walk eat there it, yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um. Uh. You know, lunch, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I feel uh, like that's kind of the goal, right? If you're ha opening well, a restaurant, you, to have uh, a consistent clientele that I'll is tell also you, it's, it's warm. 
it's interesting because like jam in new york is is warm and inviting it's very small as a tasting menu because he's but he's dealing in high cuisine mm. like fine dining it's really hard to make money in fine dining really so Why we're gonna open we're gonna open a more casual version cool on mulberry street um but you know she, Flynn is like a you know a scientist genius. Man. It's really hard to make because every penny you, you when you go to some fancy fancy restaurant yeah and it's two hundred bucks yeah the reality is it's all on the plate it's all there it's not like oh we went and got some ground chuck and and <laughs> and threw some American Beauty pasta <laughs> on it ninety nine cents right, like it's yeah. literally all on the plate and oh, and wow. it's really hard to make money in fine dining. Interesting. So, I I would think it'd be the exact opposite. No, it's it's not true. Wow, <laughs> um, Man, we're learning stuff here I'm, on the about last night. Like podcast. you, like we'd make more money uh, if we owned a shawarma stand uh, <laughs> than we than we than we're making at Gem right now. Well, they, and Gem, by the way, Gem is sold out. It's two seatings a night, completely sold out. Wow, always. Wow. Yeah, it's bizarre. And then yet still hard, hard to make a buck. Yeah. I've had an idea Maybe. for a 24-hour or at least open till 3 a.m. mac and cheese bar. Tell me your thoughts on that. Like pink berry, but for mac and cheese. Yeah, you got pastas think, and cheese. A, I think there is something like that because I watch Shark Tank. And B, Damn it. Um, you, you got to pick your market. Mm. I mean, the that Midwest. wouldn't work everywhere. <laughs> the Midwest yeah. and L.A. Not L.A. Why not? That's too fatty. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. It's but all, what there yeah, should be, carbs. if yeah, you yeah. go in on this with me, all mm. your money. I, listen, I'm here in your palatial estate. Okay. I, obviously, I see <laughs> the cash. Note to self, Google what palatial means. <laughs> um, but, he, you, you checked in with the bellman when you got is, here. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it was a bellman. <laughs> we pay him to not kill us. Yeah, exactly. That was a screw-off cap on his, on his yeah. bottle. <laughs> but here's the thing. This should be in every college town. You guys travel a lot because yeah. you work in the comedy yeah. arts. Mm -hmm. uh, the, com the comedy God. arts? Every college town. It's a chain, yeah. national chain. Okay. Suds. Half of it is a beer bar, yeah. and then you walk through those horrible like plastic dividers okay. uh, that divide rooms, yeah. and the other half is a laundromat. <laughs> Every single college Holy town should shit. have a suds have in it. you pitched this? To who? Shark Tank? Shark Tank? To whoever your other restaurant tour people are? Okay. Oh my God, that. wait, so I'm you in go to do business. your laundry and then you go chill yeah. at and you the can, bar? And you can chill at the bar while oh you're doing your laundry. And it's one. And it's called Suds? It's called Suds. Willie. Holy shit. Willie. With a Z or an S. Wow, I mean, yeah. that's fancy. That's market by market. Yeah. You Willie, gotta feel I'm part owner of a brewery in San Diego. I know some beer people. Wow. We can make this happen. Are they all little people? Damn it. Wait, is that a problem? Wait, what's no, the name of the brewery? it is a problem because they don't do enough laundry. <laughs> Their clothes are tiny. <laughs> like, how can you make money when they're just... The tiny clothing. Yeah, they're just like, throwing in the accessories from Build-A-Bear. It's I mean, like you're not going to make that much money. I mean, you dress for like three weeks before you got to do a load of laundry. Like, That's actually very true. Wait, what uh, yeah. yeah. Wait, that is a fucking incredible name for... Okay, talk to your friends. Let's do it. We'll open the first suds at the... At the um, at at the UCSD campus there. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. We're oh, in. Okay. I'd go in on that. That so I bet that would crush. I right? Beer Why wouldn't and laundry? it? Laundry? You 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 get hammered it while you're waiting like, for your laundry. It can be like a thing like, oh, that's school. Oh, oh, and we it's have a, cool a suds. Yeah. We have a suds right on Main Street. Never Every has, campus like, oh, you have a suds in this Street? town? By the yeah. way, it's like, you know, you're, what a weird concept to take that 
activity that every college kid needs to do. But I, I right. do, and to play devil's advocate, like there are other people that are just like, I want to do my laundry. I got to study for my test. I'm going to put it right. in. I'm going to go back and study. Right. But I would uh, also be willing to say because there's a big percentage of people that are like, I got to do my fucking laundry, but I want to go out tonight. Right. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Like my kid is about to go to college. Mm -hmm. There is laundry in the dorms. Yes. But you got to keep going down and checking on it. And like you or Get you're your gonna, machine or and, you're someone, gonna and someone can check it's, it's it. It's social too when you just yeah, stay yeah, in your dorm. Yeah. And you're in your dorm. But this way you can go, hey, what are you going to do? Hey, you want to go do a load of laundry? Yeah. Come on, we're gonna. On. I'm, gonna I'm gonna do my laundry. Let's, Let's get go. fucked up and go wash our socks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then in the VIP room, there's a bubble bath hot tub <laughs> for suds. <laughs> well, that's only in the VIP though. By the way, there was a place in Seattle. Where open I grew bathing. Up. Open bathing. Open bathing. Yeah, there was yeah, a place yeah. called. So there was a place called Tubs uh, in the University <laughs> District of University of Washington where I grew up, and I thought it was a sandwich place for a long time. And then one of my friends' dads was like, "No, people pay to fuck in those hot tubs," and I was like. Cool. That's you know I'm so, ten, right? You know that's so disgusting. Yeah, I thought yeah. Tubbs was owned by Louis Anderson. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. wow. oh, no, by, by the way, tubs. my favorite actor right now is Louis Anderson. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm on. Do you watch the show? Yeah. I'm incredible. on. He's unbelievable. I play, I play a woman. It's great. Oh wow. Fantastic. <laughs> Wait. Oh uh, my god. His mother. Willie, I'm gonna um. I'm a mother. It. I'm gonna read through uh, just a bunch more. Okay. And I'll, I'll just. Do, I, I promise stop. I'll do one sentence. One. Okay. Uh, monk. Monk. I uh, played uh, Monk's landlord. Uh, I had a uh, monk had a monkey in that episode. <laughs> uh, Stargate. <laughs> Stargate, I was there a lot. Yes. Uh, and I played a guy who was an alien, but he didn't know he was an alien. And then they brought me back to play a guy who created a show about aliens. He didn't know where he got all these ideas because he was actually an alien. And it was their chance to make every joke you could ever make about a Stargate-like show. Wow. And then they brought me back again, and now I've sold it to the movies and it's to make every other joke you could make about a Stargate that like is show. Like oh my god! Inception before yeah. Inception. Yeah, it was, it was kind of meta, brilliant, uh, and great episode. It was every joke they could make about themselves. People yeah. geek out uh, to you a lot about that show. And I, yeah, and I became really good friends with uh, Rick uh, Richard Dean Anderson, and uh, he was off of the show mm -hmm. and even came back to do my episodes because he was he was a good guy. That's very cool. Uh, yeah. Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World, I probably played, I grew up with the guy who created it. Yeah. Uh, I probably played seven or eight different roles over Accord, the course of the show. According to your Wikipedia, you, you, you played four different characters. I don't know how many I played. Yeah. But, but I married them. I worked for the father. I married them as a priest. I worked yeah. for them as a father. I worked as a janitor at the school. I mean, I, And then you I, came I, back and did some Girl Meets World stuff, too. I did one episode okay. of Girl Meets World, but then I also directed Girl Meets World. I'm very, I, I mean, there I've known go. these kids since they were... And now, and now I'm friends with uh, Daniel Fischel's husband. Oh, great. Jensen. Great. Yeah. Great. Topanga. I mean, I've literally known them. I've grown up with them. I, I, I'm you know, so, so jealous that my friend got to marry Topanga. I'm, sure. I'm like, dude. Sure. Well, well done, Jensen. Carp. Sure. Sure. <laughs> She's a fine woman. You cannot, <laughs> you cannot be a true actor of your magnitude without having a CSI credit. And you do. The best episode ever. Come on. Right. He's a plushie. <laughs> what are you really wait is yeah. that is that basically their version of a furry a plushie okay yeah. a plushie uh, yeah how sad that i know all about this because <laughs> you're because you, you dive research. into your work a yeah, plushie is in the entire outfit okay a furry yeah. will just have like uh elastic around their wrist and have like fur oh so a plushie is the whole outfit 
a furry is suggestive. So okay. oh. plushy, they look at the furries like you're not committed. Right. Yeah. And it was a uh, a murder at a plushy convention. That was the in best Las episode Vegas. of CSI. And I was this main suspect. I was sexy kitty. I was in a six foot. Uh, but what was your character? Electric. Yeah. <laughs> I was a six. I was a six foot. Uh, blue electric blue kitten yeah. with a bra on the outside and a boa and i spoke in a southern bell voice and they i was a suspect because can you do the voice i spoke like this <laughs> and uh and they found a uh, semen of course they did on the victims uh, on the victim's costume and they thought I was the suspect, and they bring me in for questioning. I won't take the hat off, and then finally, they take the head off, and I got thick glasses on, and my name is like Harvey Glickman, and, and I go, and I go, okay, are you happy now? I'm like, you see why I go? Where else am I going to have people rubbing up against me all the time? And it was a great, it was a, a brilliant episode. Jerry Stahl wrote it. Oh, uh, wow. Permanent Midnight. Yeah, he wrote it. That's, uh, for me, actually. That's amazing. Terrific. Uh, two and a Half Men. Two and a Half Men. Stephen Staven uh, was a doctor who was dating a dermatologist. I think he was dating someone that John Cryer was dating. It was very funny. Uh, my friend Eddie Gordetsky, who, runs that, who was running that show at the time. Do you know Eddie Gordetsky? Yeah, he wrote it. For every- the greatest punch-up man in the business, That's Eddie like, Gordetsky. Isn't that like a punchline in the yes. city? Like, do you know yes. Eddie Gordetsky? Yes. Like, um, anyway, <laughs> so he, really he wrote that for me, and that was, that was very nice. <laughs> I didn't know Eddie Gordetsky actually existed. Oh, it's he's real because I've heard that joke as right. a punchline. No, he's real. I was with him three <laughs> nights ago. As a matter of fact, well, say hi to the greatest punch-up man of the business. I will. He really Andy is. Gordetsky. He really uh, is. How different are the white-collar Sex in the City experiences? Because completely uh, different. So different. Yeah. yeah. Completely different. I mean, uh, kind of. Uh, Sex in the City was for me was like playtime. I knew yeah. I knew Sarah Jessica for years before. Okay. And mm-hmm. so to play her best friend was like we would have been hanging out. On each right. other's set, if either of us wasn't on the show, and, wow. you, and you would have been talking so that was the real, same way. And I also was really playing <laughs> yes. a character yes. that was like so over the top for me to play. Yeah. Um, and white collar was more serious business in terms of, wow, this is, I'm gonna. I had more of a say in mm-hmm. making it great. So that was, uh, and it was also the closest I've ever played to myself. Oh, I was going to ask that. So question. that was that was yeah. like really it, 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 entirely different experience, but both unbelievably yeah. rewarding. I would say, as I'm transitioning into a woman, no, as, yeah. as <laughs> congratulations, I, you can't say transition anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. right in front of us. As yeah. I'm transitioning to directing and Great producing tits, and writing, right. white collar really facilitated that because yeah. I had a lot of. It was much more collaborative. Uh, yeah. in terms of being responsible for what was going on when 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 fans meet you are th- are, are some disappointed that you're not your sex in the city character in, it's a, in, in it real depends life? i mean yeah it, it depends most of the fans of that most of the rabid fans of that show yeah are like are really rabid about all the information about that show okay so they they pretty much know Right. Um, it's it's it is weird. Someone who comes up and says, "Oh my God, you're not a you're not a flamboyant homosexual." It's like it means okay, you're stupid because you don't know anything about right. the show. Like yeah. And I used to like at the beginning, it was in interviews and doing press. Like people yeah. were so stupid, and and, <laughs> yeah. and I would say, "Oh my God, you're so different than the character on the show." I'm like, yeah, you acting. know, and it's also because sexuality is such a hot 
button yeah. topic. Right. And I would say, I would always answer the same. I'd say, you know, when I was at N- NYPD Blue, no one asked me if I was a murderer. Like, right. I'm a fucking actor. Yeah. Right. You know, like, <laughs> um, but on the other hand, I wanted to always be really respectful. Sure. Because there's nothing worse, and it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. There's nothing worse than actors uh, playing homosexuals on television who every interview are basically doing cartwheels talking about how not gay they are. Yeah. Right. Like it would be bad <laughs> if they were gay. Well, I'm not gay. Right, right. right. But yeah. my character... Well. So I never would say it. Yeah. Right. I would say. I would say, well... Why is it bad if I was gay? Like, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, like, like, I just didn't understand right, it. Right. And every actor was making such a big deal about. It. You said right. Stern was freaking out about it, right? Stern was great. Yeah. Stern was great. It's my favorite thing ever. Can I tell the yes, story? Yes, please. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I never met Howard Stern, mm-hmm. and uh, Sex and the City was really big on the Stern show. Also, okay. let's just say one of the biggest shows of all time. Yeah, it's really well, big. I mean, so more more in society than actually what you know. You have to remember, it was HBO still. Six million people was a huge number. Oh yeah, for HBO. But if you yeah. read any magazine, you'd think a hundred million people watched the episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, every Monday morning, first thing, Howard Stern show. Every Monday morning, he was him and Robin. So, what did you think of the episode last night? Like <laughs> every Monday. Morning. That's the dream. So That's awesome. And then Howard's big, uh, big battle cry was like that I was not homosexual. And it, it, it was like driving him crazy. Yeah. Like he he would pay he would play uh, clips of other interviews with me. Yeah. And stop it and say I don't know. Plan sounds pretty gay to me. <laughs> or, or he'd say things like you know wh- why this guy like why yeah. is this guy playing the part there? Yeah. 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 Like like you could you could throw a rock in Times Square and hit, <laughs> and hit some gay actor to play the part. And it's like it's just yeah. nonstop. So so Sarah Jessica and I are at a party one night on a Saturday night, mm-hmm. and uh, I see him standing across the room and yeah. I've never met him in my life. Yeah. So I'm like, I got to, I got to go. Sure. Gotcha. So I go out, Howard, here I am. Yeah. Not gay, standing right in front of you. Uh, well, what do you got? I, w- I would have loved if you had just walked him and went, Howard, darling. <laughs> yeah. like, tongue right in mouth. Like, um, yeah. Is this what you like, wanted? Like gayer than the character. <laughs> no, so so I, he goes, he goes, man, he was so, he was so nice. He's like, yeah. man, I got five hours a day to fill. I'm yeah. talking out of my yeah, ass. Yeah, I'm, yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, I don't care. I love yeah. it. It's yeah. awesome. Oh, sure. It's and we honor. hug each other. Goodbye, whatever. Yeah. We had a very early call Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Sarah and I always shared a driver. So 5.30 pickup. We're going out to Long Island or something. Yeah. 6 a.m. We always listen to Howard Stern. 6 a.m. Howard Stern show comes on. And they play the theme music. First sentence is Robin. She goes, so Howard. How was your weekend? Yeah. First thing he says of the week. Yeah. Well, I met that faggot from Sex and the City. <laughs> First thing out of his mouth. Oh it's my so, it god. It was like so great. I was in rapture, and yeah. I've never been on the show or anything. I, I've been up to Sirius in yeah. Uh, yeah. in New York. I've been on the studios like yeah. doing, you know, sure. you you get interviewed by twenty different yep. shows. Yep. And uh, I've seen Gary a number of times, and he's like, "Hey, Gary's always really nice to me." Yeah. And I said, "Well." Get me on the show, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll do it." And I never hear from them. Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so when you you lived in New York when you got the show when you no. auditioned for it, no, no, nope. neither here. show, neither show, wow. neither Sex and City or White Collar, and I wouldn't have gotten the role in New York. Why? Because um, they still even I don't know if it's still true, but probably still is true. The money is here, mm-hmm. and they're really for these bigger parts. They're looking for the people, unless you're a star, like like. Uh, 
you know, Cynthia Nixon was a huge Broadway star, so she lived in New York. And yeah. Sarah lived in New York. But the rest of us all lived here. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that audition like? Do you remember? Yeah, I went in I went in for Darren Starr, who was the creator, uh, producer, and the casting director. And that was it, in a very small room. Yeah. Very, like a freakishly small room. Um, I just call it a room. Yeah. <laughs> room. <laughs> I love that. I, my, my son's living in it now. <laughs> um, and uh, but he's got long hair. He looks like a girl. You can't you can't tell the until the end of the movie. But um, but so so uh, I go in and I read. And I read it as a guy uh, who happened to be a homosexual because there were lines mm. about it. Okay. But that was it. I, I wasn't playing it at yeah. all. And I I left to leave. And Darren goes, uh, Willie. As I'm opening the door, he's Willie. And I'm like, Yeah. He goes, Nice suit. <laughs> well, that's such a weird thing to say. I said, Thanks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess I wore the right suit to yeah. the audition. Yeah. yeah. So I get the call back to go to network to mm-hmm. HBO for the final audition, and I did it the same way. Yeah. And there was no one else there for that part. Whoa. So there's always, you know, there are three girls yes. for all the other parts, yeah. and there's no one else there for my part. What are the girls were there for other parts? You remember? None of the girls who got it hmm we're there wow um so like you know Kristen wasn't there but i'm sure a lot of big name people were going in for that right it, yeah that but prestige. i don't remember i was okay. in my head i, yes. I don't remember yeah. yes um and uh so i did it the same way just a guy who happened to be gay and i get the part and we go to shoot the pilot at shooting mm-hmm. and darren is standing next to the camera he's screaming gayer Gear and it's like uh, I, I didn't even know what he meant. I thought well, it, he 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 was actually just ordering his prostitute that night. Wow, wow. <laughs> that's not nice. That's not. Nice. I would have done it for free. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 and and then you know to the point where I was terrified that it was offensive, right? Because I didn't want to be, be scary, almost I scary for you. I mean, I felt I was I was like I quickly in that moment clicked on to an old agent of mine mm-hmm. and i played him i okay. was imitating someone yeah um that is a um cool little uh, anecdote secret i feel like that i hear more and more from great actors that are like i'm um not impersonating but imitating well, but like someone in your life yes, that like remo- you like can base that, it off somebody that yes. kind of guy you can see that person yeah, yeah and i'm thinking about how would he do that yeah or that that sounds like him to me and that, that line choice. sounds like him to and me. they love that choice yeah yeah and that's that's what it became and then and then when michael patrick king took over who also does stand-up mm. by the way oh wow. Did you know that no he's a big stand-up comic whoa i mean now he doesn't have to i mean he has a lot of money he usually goes by his nickname carrot top yeah that, <laughs> exactly yeah. exactly it's all about mystery I, carrot top isn't that kathy griffin Hilarious. Um, yes. so, if they that's a scooby-doo episode waiting to happen <laughs> and i want to get away with it too but but uh <laughs> Um, I would hear on the subway uh, in New York, mm-hmm. I would hear some very flamboyant line mm-hmm. and I'd go into work and I'd say, oh my God, I heard a guy say something like, like, oh, she's all that in a bag of donuts or something. <laughs> and I'd, I'd be like, oh my God, we have to, I have to say that today. Like, <laughs> like how do we work? Like, like I, yeah. and so it's like literally you're, you're picking out things from life. And they were all about that? You could bring stuff in like I that? And- could, well, Michael uh, is a really great writer mm-hmm. and he works very hard on making it perfect. So it didn't happen right away. Yeah. But we got uh, the first few times I, I, we fought. And then he would find when he was editing that he was using my take mm. uh, until it got to the point where we had a great understanding. Like, I, I, I'm i not trying to 
ruin it yeah or claim ownership right. no. i'm just trying to make it better and if right. i have a better blow at the end of the scene yeah then let's do it right if i don't i won't yeah right and uh so so we got it and you know we're dear friends and he's he's a terrific guy he's a great writer and, and a, yeah and you like like i mean say, he did the you, comeback yeah, yeah. 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 ever been Ray a better show. television nope. show than comeback nope. you know just wrong time yeah what yeah. was your um i just want to hear before we wrap up like favorites um because you did tell me i think it was eliza minnelli story from the movie I want to hear that before we wrap up. Or who was the singer that was that was at the in the second movie? Um, uh, that's, is it her? Yeah, it's a little singer named Liza yeah. Minnelli. Yeah. She's a new kid. You're talking <laughs> about, but it, I mean, she was an interesting cat, really. I mean, but before I, you tell that story, I want to know what just from the shooting of the show. When did you realize like that people started recognizing you, or that you were like, oh, this show is actually taking over the zeitgeist? Yeah, it was about it was like midway through the second season. Gotcha. They knew because yeah. they do research and everything, sure. but I didn't feel it. And then it just became like, it just exploded into the world. And everyone, every article was about it. And yeah. people were talking, women were talking about it on the news all the time. And, and what was is like, that like? It was weird. And in New York, you know, it was great in New York. Because we were you lived like, in New York the whole time, right? No, I was here. Okay. I was commuting. Okay. Well, that's right. Uh, and uh, But it was like being on the Yankees in New York. It was such, yeah. we were hometown heroes. It was so Amazing. great. And we shot the hell out of that city. And it was sure. great. You know, I, I got really fortunate because then White Collar did the same thing. We shot the hell out of the city, and yeah. people really took us under their wing too. And yeah, it's like um, yeah, it's like White Collar, Sex and the City, Law and Order. <laughs> like yeah, you guys yeah. Just do New York like no yeah. like nobody did. And Gotham. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I, I, I have nothing to say. About it. <laughs> I mean, um, so what? What do you want me to tell me well, another so story? You're, or? No, you're uh, and then you're. Um, your uh, most um, memorable moment from the show, if there was like something, a moment where you, uh, you know, just had a, um, man, my life fucking rules. Like, Well, I'll tell you, I, I mean, I love, I like Sarah Jessica a lot. Yes. Like we're mm -hmm. really close and we always have been. And so those are my favorite scenes when it was just the two of us yes. talking. And uh, one night we had like, it was such a perfect night. We had, Michael wanted 10,000 extras behind us. Good Lord. You can't get 10,000 no. extras, obviously. Yeah, you just gotta go in Nick game. So, so mm -hmm. what they did was uh, they they wrote the scene at Lincoln Center. Yeah. And at 10 p.m. at Lincoln Center, the ballet, the opera, and the New York State Theater all let out at 10 o'clock. So there are 10,000 people. Yeah. So we went at 8 o'clock, set up the shot, and then we had two hours to kill. Yeah. And Sarah, I remember it was lightly snowing, and we're right across from Central Park. And Sarah Jessica and I went for a walk. Then we went and got a drink. And we did, and it was like, our life is terrific. We get to be together. And it's like a beautiful New York night. Yeah. And then we had one shot to take yeah. that shot. I mean, that was it. Yeah. Um, you can't get everyone back to one. <laughs> Start again. <laughs> Start again. And uh, at 10 o'clock, all the doors hit open. And there are 10,000 New Yorkers standing behind us. And we started walking and doing the scene. And we got it in one take. And it was like, Whoa. this is just ideal. Everything about this is just beautiful and perfect now I, now I have to go back and watch this scene yeah it's filming great. in new york is great as it seems it's the best like that's what i the want. best i mean white collar was uh lower budget so it was really mm -hmm. funny because i'm i you know sex and city had happened already yeah so i had this face people know this face yeah and uh there's a street on uh, the lower east side called allen street and allen street has an island in the middle of it mm -hmm. so one direction goes one way and the other it's also where every tour bus Mm. Uh, comes up from going downtown. And White Collar, the location manager, 
uh, set up the scene and they scouted it and like, oh, it's going to be great. It's what a great location. And we're shooting on location and literally every three minutes, a tour bus would come by and the guy on the mic would go, and to our left is Sex in the City's Willie Garson. Like, <laughs> like while we're trying to shoot the scene, like like I'm a statue like oh, yeah. standing in New York. Or, or, or Matt and I, Matt Bomer and I, we did a lot of walk and talks yeah. in New York. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we lock off what you can, but right. you can't. In New York, it's really hard stop. to lock yeah. off for real. Right. And people would come up in the middle of the scene like, oh my God, Stanford from Sex in the City. And it would be like in the middle of the set and I'd be like, not right now, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, so that, But that's, you know, that's fun. That's so fun. That's fun. You being like that, right? Oh, I yeah. love it. Come on. I love yeah. it. It, it. Do you do you like being characterized as a character actor? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, I, my heart uh, goes out to people who are leading men mm-hmm. who are dying to be character actors. Yeah. Because you get to, you know, I'm, maybe my heart is breaking. My, my heart's not breaking for Tom Cruise, but sure. Tom Cruise has to play Tom Cruise. Right. He can't. Well, he he did every Tropi- movie. He did Tropic Thunder. Yeah. yeah. It, but, but yeah, that's yeah. And, he had to do that. And, and like, no one cared, yeah. really, about him <laughs> being in Tropic Thunder. Yeah. like um, It's really hard. You know, like, like, you know, some of them really work hard at trying to be character actors. Brad Pitt tries really hard to be a character actor. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, and, um, and it's one of those things where, and if you have a career like you've had, where you, it seems like you've just been working now consistently for almost forty years. Yeah, that, I mean, which I'm, is I'm fifty four. I started working when I was thirteen, yeah. so forty years. And like the Fuck. character, and I'm youthful. Seems, you are. Yeah, you look that, younger than both of us. I yeah. Mean, yeah. What's, uh, what's your secret? Yeah. Well, well. <laughs> um, what's that called, Mayor uh, Fleur de Mer? <laughs> what is that? That that what's that great? Do you know? There's a woman in the room. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but like creme de mer. Yes. Creme de mer. Yes, still don't a, know. It's like a billion dollars an ounce. Like a oh, and is it like a, a cream or something? Is it like yeah. a Cindy Crawford cream? Yeah, it's some. Kind I of cream. very stonily watched like three hours of that infomercial on repeat one night. <laughs> Why and wouldn't became you? Became fascinated with the doctor because Why it was nonstop you? and it was like Cindy, like supermodel extraordinaire. What's the she last thing? Like she was twenty since she was four. What's the last thing you bought on a TV ad at three in the morning? Oh, oh boy! I, um, I, I know that answer. What is it? The magic bullet. Which oh, is, what? It's like a chopping thing. Yeah, the, yeah. It, it's the blender. Yeah, it's yeah. Just I a wish blender. I had a weirder answer. I think that's what I bought. Hey, what? What have I wanted to buy? Okay, <laughs> let me get the list out. I bought. I bought the copper pots. You son of a bitch! They're fin- by the way. Is that the the flavor saver? The guy with the the mullet and the chick that they clearly have sexual attention. <laughs> flavor between? saver was lying right next to me. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, no, no. The uh, no the, crock, the crocker pot. What is it? The copper pot. The copper pots. They're copper. Yeah. And you can do it. You can cook a baby in one. I mean, you can do anything <laughs> in it. Um, That's what sold you. <laughs> yeah. I bought. Uh, oh, now I know. I bought the uh, fir- squatty potty. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a squatty potty. Oh, by the way, it's useless. I threw it out. Yeah, useless. never use mine. How either. dare you? Yeah. I, well, okay. I guess the squatty well, you're potty. You're using it for yeah. other reasons. I, that's a different. <laughs> you're gonna hop up there. That's I get true. it. I get okay. it. I get it. I was gonna say because my because my feet normally don't touch the ground when I'm right. on the toilet. Right. Okay, so when, I, so when right. I'm on the squatty potty, I'm like, this is how people have it all the time. <laughs> right. No, I get it. I get you it. Assholes. I get it. This is great. Uh, no, but and then and then and then because I have a dog that sheds. I have I I just bought the fur wizard. Shetty Freddy. <laughs> Shetty Freddy, worst action figure ever. <laughs> Shetty Freddy. It's like it's just a clump of hair. Yeah, it's the oh, guy who played um the shaggy dog. Oh, so yeah. hold on, is it like tape that just takes the fair hair away? No, nah, fur wizard is just like brush. 
Fair wizard? Yeah, fur wizard. Oh, fur wizard. Yeah, which sounds like, I mean, kind of like a sect of homosexuality. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, if sure. you have... Yeah, yeah. If, if, if she's a real fur wizard. <laughs> she's a fur wizard. You know, you're like, oh, okay. Wow. Big bush. Uh, wow. <laughs> so, like, yeah, it, it, it's like a Can't brush. say bush. It's too soon. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? What? Well done, oh, sir. Sorry. Well done. Thank yeah. you. That was a You're damn welcome. good joke. You're welcome. Uh, damn good joke. Wait, <laughs> um, there are a lot of things that I do want to buy uh, on late night that I yeah. just, uh, I feel like, I mean, there's got to be somebody out there on an episode of Hoarders or Strange Addictions that has just purchased everything, right? Or do you uh, think yeah. truly well, it's hard? There. It's hard because I, I bought more things probably now off of Shark Tank. You have? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was going to ask what your weird quirks and hobbies are and things like that but like i love shark tank mm. shark tank is amazing i love that show so much. it's amazing because it feels less scripted yes. than the others yes you know what i mean and the fact I, that it's actually their money i love i love reality yeah. tv i, yeah. I, I watch a lot of okay reality tv so let's go through the list shaz well the shaz of sunset yeah, yeah. come on how could you not <laughs> uh, i mean if there is one to watch it's that one versus like new jersey or Orange oh no I, i'm off the housewives uh I used to, when I was commuting to New York, mm -hmm. it was great because you could watch a whole season of this stuff yeah. in one flight. So yeah. I would catch up on all of, you know, because it's, you know, direct TV on the plane. What do you love about um, Shaza Sunset? Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> the characters are so great. I mean, that these are people. It's fantastic. I know. The other one, real. do you watch uh, Below Deck? Below deck. I've seen, yeah, I've seen. Uh, Below yeah. deck is very watchable. Yeah. It's a, it's a real live love boat. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a real love yeah, it's boat. Pretty crazy. I, it's just I a staff feel, it's on a boat. sometimes wow. feeling, uh, it's getting too scripted right now for me. Yeah, mm. like I don't feel it's organic. What about like the the go to Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol? Can't do it. No. I have a friend on Survivor right now. What? Really? And I'm trying to watch because I want to support him. Uh. He's been on Amazing Race twice, and now he's on Survivor. That show to me is phenomenal. It's 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 amazing. It wins the Emmy every year. Well, it's amazing the idea that that they make these people actually do. It's this. a scavenger hunt yeah. around the world. Yeah, it's crazy yeah. in war torn places. I mean, it's like totally ridiculous. We sent them to Chechnya. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. they got a matchbook <laughs> and a Jamba Juice and a big yeah. yeah. What about shows like a, a Big Mac and a Popeye's drumstick? <laughs> get it. Good luck. Good luck. Go to Latvia to get yeah. a condom used. Um, now, what about uh, like Naked and Afraid or something like that? No, but my, my friend produces it, but it's I feel it looks scripted to me. Yeah. I don't like it to look scripted. I like less scripted, but I know because I've tried to work in, in the reality yeah. realm. All they want is scripted. I know. They want to script it. Yeah. They don't like, want to roll the dice and take a risk. No, right? I mean, I just watched, uh, they did a remake, um, I'm old, so they did a remake of... Candid Howdy Duty. Oh, no. sorry, keep going. Jesus. <laughs> they did a remake of, uh, of uh, Candid Camera, and it was so show. scripted. Oh, bummer. Yeah. But the old one was so great. Like, yes. you really believe like that was happening. I love right. that show. Yeah, they did a really scripted one. Well, they're bringing back America's fun. Funniest Home Videos with Bob. Sag it. Oh, that's good. It's like an edgier one, though, I guess. That's good. All of his shows get brought back. Is he going to drop the weight? <laughs> what? I'm sorry. No, he's going to put more on, actually. Oh, yeah, excellent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. He's losing voices, so it's fine. <laughs> that uh, house, now, that he's, now that he's gained the weight, that house is fuller. 
<laughs> That's a terrible joke. Well, you could be uh, a, a nice man. man. I feel like there's there's a. You've comic. said that before. You're horribly wrong, but uh, no, I don't think no, I am. You can do it. Uh, yeah, you're quick enough and you're charming enough. Yeah, well, Thir- thirty five minutes of suds jokes. Yeah, <laughs> you do the grand opening of suds. How about yeah. that? Oh, suds would be so great. Not a bad idea. I know Cuban's agent we could uh, like even two hundred. Maybe there's a fast track suds. Yeah. Open in one year, we could do it. Like yeah. every co- it's such every a cheap model campus. too, right? How because how crazy does the bar have to be? Not no, make no, it like a TV screen. But make it look kids. make it look like a college bar though, right? Yeah. yeah, a few TVs. Yeah, a bunch of beers. It doesn't have to be fancy. The only problem, the only problem, because because it, it is, it should be in every college town. Yeah, but because the drinking age is twenty one, sure. that's a bit of an issue. But other people in town, can you college towns? Yeah. have a lot of people, people work who are not in college, yeah. like who are recently out of college. Right. 22, 23, if, especially if the college has a graduate school component, yeah. then it's, you're fine. And now, you, if I'm playing... And you okay. only serve Paps Blue Ribbon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, of course. Only PBR. Here's my or, question, uh, though. Like, yeah. what If the kids get so fucked up, does the laundry take longer? Do the people get upset? Is there someone working... Is it a college kid working... The There's laundry. someone working the laundry to make sure yeah. because I'm saying to keep them on track. Because if a kid goes to the bar, comes back, his shit's been how there about, forever. How about he's those, fucked up? He puts his clothes in the wrong thing. They get how about those vibrating stained. discs? Oh, oh, like a cheese laundry's some, done. So someone works in the thing and they see number two is done. Yeah, and they press a button and it vibrates. Uh, and in the thing, could you the, get cut off at the bar? Maybe you only get two. No, However many no, loads of laundry no, you get, because, how many no, because that's you the get. money, baby. Yeah, because the dream <laughs> is that the guy puts his laundry in, goes to the bar, drinks so much, pukes on his shirt. Now he has to do more laundry. <laughs> yeah, that's, But he has clean laundry from the laundry he just put in. The cycle continues. Yeah, literally. Yes. Yeah, it's brilliant. And, and, and then That's actually really cool. the, I've always had these little ideas. Like in college. In the my, entrance, we put dwarves in the dryers. They're spitting around. <laughs> which is Come fun, on! Which is fun for everybody. <laughs> yeah. It's like that claw game machine. This this sounds. There used to be a bar. You, yeah. pr- you probably know this because it's in the dwarf handbook. Like, okay. There was a bar. <laughs> How do you know about the handbook? <laughs> <laughs> Your seriousness when you ask that oh question. My <laughs> oh my I god. Men- I mentioned the movie Room to you, right? Yeah, yeah. That's how I know about the handbook. Oh, okay. So, th- yeah. so there's there used to be a bar in Sarasota, Florida, where all the yeah. circus folk were. Uh, I'm you not, know, I'm not going to like this. You know, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a bar. There was a bar called the Old oh, Heidelberg shit. Room. Okay. Okay. And it had a balcony. Okay. Like an atrium balcony. Okay. And <laughs> it was like it was like a German uh, Brauhaus kind of bar. Okay. Like, German with, Brauhaus like with all style. sorts of like, you know, oh, yeah. German oh, theme. Oh, and the Germans have never had a bad idea. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Only good. Oh, they weren't totally wrong. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay, so so they had um, planes went on time. So <laughs> happy Hanukkah. All the all the dwarves in the circus yeah. in the middle of the atrium was a trampoline, and the dwarves would jump off the balcony onto the trampoline. They were all the circus performers. Yes. at the old Heidelberg Room. This oh, is totally oh. real. Oh my god! And now there's no really circus. I think the Ringling Brothers out yeah, of business. So I, like, I miss my calling. I know. <laughs> now it's all this damn Cirque du Soleil French stuff. Oh, you'd be so good in that. I mean, come on. Uh, do you want, have, have you ever been to Circus Vargas? What's Circus Vargas? I'm just going to give a plug for Circus Vargas. Dude, yeah. It's a family-owned circus What's that, that what, travels what? around. They come they to travel. Los Angeles once okay. a year. I don't know where the hell else they go. And there's no animals. Okay. And it's like a it's like a hometown circus. Okay. It's fantastic. Oh if you God. ever get a chance. Yeah. By the way, it's always on Groupon. 
<laughs> and it's terrific. Sold. Yeah, you yeah. gotta you gotta go to circus. Vargas. You had me lost until uh, so, you said it was because a if you're circus. missing things that are not circus Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, where do you go to see like some junkie act that's like you know we're juggling or or we're from Russia and we do some crazy crap like under it, a ten amazing freeway overpass. Stuff. That's where you yeah. can see that. Yeah, the circus <laughs> is really one of those lost arts that will never get old. You know? No, I uh, mean we've seen like every Cirque du Soleil. Uh, my kid and I. Uh, we saw the scary one in Vegas called Ka. Is yeah, the scary I one? I saw that on two that's, Bob Brownies. I almost had a okay. That's the attack. one where someone died. Yeah, someone died in the yeah. act. Yeah, yeah. And you're watching it like, why isn't someone dying every night? I know. Like this <laughs> thing is crazy. I know. Yeah. It's just like the jumping on those spinning. And then wheels. they opened again. Yeah. Then they reopened the show. The show again. must go on, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it, or how you say that in French? Ratatouille. <laughs> 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 like I like, yeah. you know, however they say that. He knows French. He knows French. I don't speak French. But on your resume, yeah. Liar. <laughs> Willie, you're the best. All right. I love you for doing this. Oh, yeah. it's my. This is the best thing I've Would ever you? done in my life. <laughs> and now add it to the resume. Yeah. And now we're all gonna sit down. And we're, and we're gonna make suds a reality. Okay, let's do it. Not a I'm bad in. idea. Uh, you are on social media. You post. I w- am on social media. Willie Garson. Willie Garson on Twitter and Willie Dot Garson on uh, Instagram for some. Yeah, reason. because some other Willie Garson. So, no, some jackass took it, and we can't get it back from them. Son of Why a not? Bitch. I, I don't know. Someone tr- NBC tried to get do it for me. Get the freaking Sex and the City Army on this. They will fight. The NBC, I thought for the you. NBC <laughs> Army was bigger, and they didn't. Oh no. So it's, they are it's, not bigger than the it's Sex It's Willie Dot Garson yeah. on Instagram and just Willie Garson on Twitter. Yeah. We'll see you at the grand opening for Suds. Okay, I'll be there. In Carpinteria. <laughs> Rub a dub dub. <laughs> That's the slogan. Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessamay Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.